What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Reunion of Final Fantasy VII Remake podcast. I am your host, Kairosis, and joining me once again today, I have my incredible co-host, Viz. How are you doing, Viz? Hello, everyone, and I'm pretty good because I'm really excited for this podcast. It's going to be a doozy. Same. Uh, I actually can't wait to talk to you about everything about this game and for, you know, our audience to actually be able to hear our thoughts and opinions on everything about this incredible game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So if you guys don't already know Viz, he is a creator of the Cosmo Canon Observatory YouTube channel, and he does incredibly detailed analysis videos on pretty much every piece of media that we get about the Final Fantasy VII Remake. So Viz, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? Okay, so first off, I try to cover everything, but they usually uh, dish out more than I can handle, so I just try to do my best because... I really go in-depth into everything, which takes a long time to um, research and process mm-hmm. everything and write down and record and produce. But at least I'll, I really try to provide extremely detailed analysis videos and discussion videos, which you won't find anywhere else. So that's my service to you. Uh, but uh, right now I'm kind of on a hiatus because of the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. I played it through in about two weeks, and I was still uploading episodes for my for my playthrough I did, what yeah. I recorded. I also started to upload focused cut episodes, which are kind of cut down to the most essential parts, like everything that has to do with story, dialogue, and analysis stuff, and some cool cool things I found or cool things that happen. Mm-hmm. The full playthrough is on my second channel called Cosmo Canyon Universe. So please subscribe there if you want to get the full dose of the remake. I'm already there in Wall Market. Episode 29 is going up in about half an hour. Nice. So that's about it. Also Twitter at CC underscore Observatory if you haven't been following me yet there. Yeah, if you guys haven't followed Viz yet and the Cosmo Canon Observatory, um, you really need to check him out and check out all of his amazing content for this remake it's it's incredible and uh obviously we appreciate you and having you here on the podcast with us as well and taking the time out to be here uh i understand you you know how busy you are so (laughs) (laughs) all right guys so i just want to go ahead and shout out to everybody that's listened and subscribed to the podcast so far um we're super appreciative of everybody sticking with us i know that we haven't really posted a an episode in quite some time and that's partly my fault because I actually uh, just finished the game I think last week or something I'm pretty sure it was last week Um, and then I needed some time to kind of gather my thoughts about everything that happened in the game (laughs) and just kind of take a step back and really reflect on the whole experience before you know we recorded an episode and then we pushed it back a little bit because you know we're both super busy and also like Viz has said like I have a, a job as well I'm working from home so I couldn't play the game basically nonstop for, you know, weeks and weeks. Like I got the game early. I got the first class edition early and I did start playing before a lot of people, which is kind of like, what's my excuse, right? Like why, why didn't I finish the game? <laughs> well, I, I actually played it as much as I could. And I played it um, during the evenings because where I'm working um, on the computer from home during the day. And then 
I also, sometimes I needed to take a break and some days I actually didn't play at all because I just needed to take a break from it and also think about and interpret like everything that I experienced basically and then come back with kind of like a clear head and um, yeah, so I did finish the game. So super excited to share all of my thoughts with you and uh, this as well. So all right, guys, so for today, we are going to be having an in-depth spoiler discussion about the various elements of the game. So what we've done is we've actually divided it into categories um, for all the topics that we're going to be talking about today. So we are going to be giving our general feeling about uh, what we experienced and our general thoughts about the game overall. So that includes, you know, what we felt during the game um, at the end and how we feel now about uh, the experience of playing the game, the visuals. For example, the graphics and textures, character models, um, general gameplay, battles, um, and a lot more. So, all right. So this is your warning, guys. It's the spoiler cast episode. It's starting right now. All right. So I'm just going to give my general um, experience and my general feeling about the game um, as a whole. So uh, as I said before, it took me a while to finish the game. Um, I think when I finished, my characters were actually level 43 and uh, my current playthrough time is 65 hours. So I did start to replay the game on hard mode, like after the chapter uh, selection is unlocked after you finish just the game on normal um, difficulty. So I did chapters one and two so far on hard mode and it hasn't been that like bad so far you know what's funny i think i was also at around level 43 and also 65 hours when i finished really so wow practically the same <laughs> yeah it's fun see i i like when i would go like i would battle enemies and then i would leave and then they would respawn and i would continuously battle them because i was trying to get as much ap and level up my materia and try to get you know be a higher level basically um because for what was coming basically but that's how i always play final fantasy games anyway like i don't just go through the story and do you know what i mean just like yeah i do the quests and i do do the side quests immediately but i do go back and grind a little bit um just because that's what i like to do and that's what i usually do in all um, rpgs that i end up playing it's just something that i enjoy doing so that's what i did and i think that if you were level 43 and I was as well, I think that we were higher level than other people because I saw other people posting stuff like they were only level 35 when they beat Mm -hmm. the game and somebody beat it on 40 hours playthrough. So I don't know. That seems like, it seems pretty low. Skipped uh, side quests probably? I don't think so. I think Or just ran through? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I explored like every nook and cranny that I could. And every time that the game tried to funnel me forward, I always turned around and went backwards to kind of explore. Um, Even though, you know, sometimes it won't let you. It gives you the warning um, Mm -hmm. symbol that it (laughs) It's just super (laughs) annoying. It won't let you go forward. I mean, it won't let you go backwards because it wants you to go forward in the story. So it locks parts of the game um, until you like get to that specific story. plot or whatever in the game that the game's trying to funnel you through uh then it unlocks and you can go back but yeah so i absolutely love this game so emotional just you know putting it in and hearing the music and loading it in and just reliving the opening sequence again and we did kind of talk about this on our uh bonus episode like 
which was like a few weeks ago because um, we did a spoiler cast for uh, for chapters one to four and we also talked about this but just you know I found myself like not wanting to stop playing so but after a while I would feel tired because I would just because it takes so much energy to really pay attention to everything and experience the story again and it's kind of an emotional roller coaster so I just had to take frequent breaks um just to continue playing throughout the day basically um when I had time basically like on the weekends I don't have to do as much work as I do during the week so I played a lot during the weekend and uh I played hours and hours and hours then I'd have to take breaks and go back but sometimes I would just a cutscene would start and the cutscenes were a little longer so I would I wouldn't know like how long the cutscene was going to be and I already felt exhausted. So then I would kind of just sleep my PS4 <laughs> in the middle, in the, like when the cutscene started and then I would be like, okay, make a mental note. This is what is happening currently. Um, and then go back to it later. And I did this a lot with Metagear Solid 4. Um, but those cutscenes in Metagear Solid 4 were like 30 minutes, but you just didn't know yep. how, that there were going to be 30 minutes long. So you'd just be sitting there like... I have to go to the washroom. I have other stuff to do. You know what I mean? And then you come back to it or something like, um, but it wasn't as long as that. So it was, it was fine. It's just that I was tired and I just had to stop. So it took me a little bit longer to finish. Um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I loved the story. I loved, I loved a lot of what they added to the story and what they built upon um, from the original. And I did enjoy the, added story elements for the members of avalanche um we got a lot more time with avalanche and the main party as well and i really enjoyed that i really enjoyed the side quests we talked a lot about this before in a previous episode as well i didn't mind going and you know having to find the cats for the little girl and then (laughs) you know helping the kids in their hideout and it ended up being that it was a mini game which was super awesome i really enjoyed that that's probably the the box what is it called i forgot what it's called box yeah whack a box okay so that i think was my favorite mini game um and i didn't mind doing that because it felt like i was trying i was communicating with the children of the slums and i was making kind of relationship with them and they have their own little I don't know how to explain it, but it's like their own little group and their own little worlds as they're trying to kind of go through the story as well, you know, and you, you hear a lot about what's going on from the NPCs when you walk by and most mm-hmm. of them are adults, right? Yep. But I really liked seeing a glimpse of how it, like a child's outlook on everything that was happening. Yeah, the, the children portion was really well made in my opinion. It was pretty good. I yeah. loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I loved every minute of that. And uh, there were a few things, like for example, the NPC uh, lip syncing. Most, for the most part, was not that great. Like there was some. I mean, the side quest people. Like when you go to the NPC and you talk to them and it shows them close up, the lip syncing could have been better. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. But the main side quest people were like the teacher was pretty good. And the little Mm -hmm. kids did a really great job as well. And the lip syncing for the kids were good. But there were just some times where it was off. I'm not sure if that was because of the bugs that we've had that we I mean, that the game has that we've talked about with the texturing as well. Like, so anyway, apparently for for the lip syncing, they used uh, an AI 
that uh, automatically oh. generated the the lip movement for the different languages so that they, they oh, didn't have to okay. mocap everything. Yeah. So that's probably why you also sometimes see it on the main characters on uh, minor dialogues. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it's not that bad. Yeah, I noticed it more later on, though. I didn't mm. notice the, the lip syncing being a little cringy, like with the main cast, until later. For the most part, when you're going through the story and it's showing you the story cutscenes, it's really good. But then there's some side quests where it zooms in on the party's face and they're talking back to the NPC mm. or the quest giver, whatever. And it's kind of awkward. Like, I had to kind of look away because I was kind of embarrassed because I was like, <laughs> it's not good. Like, but, you know, anyway, these are things that happen and it's fine. And I loved the game anyway. So I still finished it, and I I really did like it a lot. I thought the music was incredible, and just living through all of the experiences that I had when I was a kid and I played through this game again, it really like hit the nostalgia factor for me. And we talked a lot about the music previously on other episodes as well, um, just from playing the demo. And I just loved it. There were some tracks that they created that are new. I'm not sure how I feel about them yet. Like, I feel like I'll be able to make a better, uh, I'll have a better opinion on those songs later when I've kind of went away from the game and then I come back to it and experience it again because it'll probably give me that feeling of how I felt when I played the game, like played this game on my first playthrough. Like, do you know what I mean? I think so, yeah. Because sometimes you need to warm up to certain uh, tracks. Yeah, and then you, and the music is so uh, important because it ties to your human emotion, right? So mm. at that moment, it's like you you attach it to if you felt like happy or sad or whatever, and how what you were wearing or how maybe what something smelled like, <laughs> you know, like when you play it and then you leave and you come back again and you play it like maybe a year or two later. And then you sit down and you actually play through it again. You hear everything. Then you'll remember how you felt mm, opening mm. opening up the first class edition and putting the the uh, you know cloud figurine on your little <laughs> thing and then putting it in and hearing the music again. Like then you'll know how you felt. So those songs for me, I enjoyed them, but I didn't enjoy them as much as the original updated songs that we've grown up with, like listening to. Right. Uh, a good example for like this attachment to the situation with music is the music we've heard during the trailer. Uh, the, I think the last trailer I saw was the theme song trailer. And this one had the hollow theme song first and then uh, another right. rendition of the boss theme song. And all those story scenes that happened while hollow was playing... I kind of got reminded of watching the trailer again and hearing that part of the Hollow song when those scenes played in the finished game. So then hearing another another song and another track, mm-hmm. and those parts were kind of jarring the first few seconds, but then yeah. I remembered, yeah, well, it was just a trailer. Just uh, switch back again, brain, please forget the trailer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably the same, same effect. I think that they did a really great job like incorporating multiple uh, arrangements of the same song. And then like we talked about this, when the environment changes, uh, Mm. like it's more seamless. But I thought they could have 
changed like I don't know I thought they could have made even more original compositions maybe to switch it up with the new sometimes yeah original compositions because some of them like you spend a lot of time in the same area and it's the same song playing over and over again but it's a new song but it's the same one and I'm like they could have made different arrangements of the new songs and did the same mm-hmm. thing they did with the old ones, depending on the situation. And they did a little bit of this. And this is being like hypercritical, you know, but I love this game. So that's, you know, what I'm going to do. And, you know, I, I sure. think that they can improve on this in the future, but it's still kind of there like it was in the original Final Fantasy VII when you play it when the songs just repeat like over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, there was even more of it back then, but they still did a little bit of this, which was a little annoying for me. And then I just like had, I, I just stopped playing it because I was like, I have to take a break and come back to it. <laughs> and it was fine again the next day for another like four hours. And I'm like, okay, like if I have to hear like, like, no, I just sit Oh, right, right, yeah. I'm like, okay, I have to stop. I have to go back to it later because I. Or the wall market theme. Yes, yes. <laughs> right like they should have came up with multiple wall market themes well they, they just... did actually there's one for chocobo sam and one for madame m yes when yes they're yes. in vicinity i know but it's too but... too little it's just a small area especially too when you're like when you're in the pause menu and you're trying to upgrade your weapons yeah and right. you're just kind of switching at your materia or whatever like at one point I had to turn it off because I <laughs> I was making food and I had paused it because I was like, oh, well, I'm going to upgrade my weapons. Then I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll make a snack. It's a good time to have some food and whatever. And my TV, I left my TV on and the sound system on and in the pause menu. And then I was making food and I got distracted on my phone. And then I was like, oh, my God, I have to shut this off. Like, I can't. Yeah, I sometimes do it. like just too much <laughs> yeah like i was just like i i i think i'm just gonna take a break because i just needed a break and i couldn't do it like hearing the same thing over and over again looped mm-hmm. i think it was the coliseum music actually oh i see yeah i was like i couldn't do it anyway which is more a percussion track but still uh yeah 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 it's it's the same all the time these are just small things but yeah i love that they kind of went there with the language i love that they were like cussing and being sassy <laughs> sassy with each other and um i think that they've they kept the comedy and the quirkiness of the original as well which i really oh, appreciated um we'll talk about this later um as well just you know the game created moments between the characters uh and made it feel genuine it wasn't just kind of like thrown in there and thrown away you know like just with jesse being sassy and also, for example, um, Wedge getting bitten in the ass and Jesse <laughs> slapping him in the ass and yeah. that sort of thing, like, was just, it was so funny and just felt like, yeah, that that's totally what she would do. She would totally yeah. do that. And, Definitely. You know, just stuff like that. I really appreciate it. I loved it. And, and even Madame M and Chocobo Sam, like, uh, and Leslie Kyle, less so, uh, and, uh, Andrea or whatever like 
the three of them together in the Coliseum, they're just Madame M's being so sassy, right? And there's like mm-hmm. Madame M and 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 Chocobo Sam obviously had a little fling in the past. Yeah, had. <laughs> <laughs> and sh- they're just a little sassy with each other. Like I love that. I was like, yes, let's this go. This was really like, good. Yeah. Let's go. Like I loved it. Um, <laughs> we already talked a lot about the voice work for the for the main cast and 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 yeah. the other like the new characters as well. I thought they did a fantastic job. I love them all. Yep. You know, I thought it was awesome. Um, the Kyrie character was super annoying to me. I hate her. <laughs> it's not her voice. It's just, as a character, I just don't... Yeah. I know that she's in, like, one of the other novels or whatever. Um, yeah. I just... I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe the lines, like, the, the script that was given like written the lines for her were just bad. They were just really cringy. Maybe that's what they wanted, but I just, she's basically the only one that I was kind of like, okay, I just don't like this character and I don't like her. It's not the voice actor's fault. I just didn't like the voice. I didn't like the voice and she was just super annoying. I think the problem is that she is, you only see like a a very small portion of her actual character and, Yes. Only this part where she she talks crap about Avalanche and where she steals yeah. stuff and doesn't want to get it back and wants to get her way uh, as well. And it's, it's really just a brat. 100% yeah. just a brat. Yeah. And uh, the, although I like the, the resolution of that quest, she, she got her, uh, her ass kicked a little bit. Not physically, but uh, <laughs> mentally yeah. a little yeah. bit, yeah. And her grandmother is Mireille, right? Yep. Which is the angel yes, of the exactly. slums. And we'll talk about this a little bit later as well. But yeah, I yeah. really loved that character a lot. And then I kind of gave oh, she was Kyrie, awesome. Kyrie a pass because mm. you're more closer with... You get to know, like, Mireille, the angel of the slums, mm. more than Kyrie, right? So then yeah. also the grandmother knows that, you know, she's just ridiculous. Mm. And she takes no accountability for her actions. And Mireille yeah. is a little sassy with her response to... Uh, mm. Kyrie for not, oh, yeah. <laughs> for that whole quest, and I was just like, yes, thank God, somebody she doesn't else hold back. <laughs> feels the same way. Like, just shut yeah. up, just shut up. Like, girl, yeah. like, you need to sit down, okay? Like, yeah. you you're gonna learn your lesson eventually, and I'm sure mm. this character will be in the next like subsequent parts of of the game. We'll Probably, see yeah. if yeah. this storyline pays off. But anyway, I hope so. Also, what uh, one little point I want to bring up here mm-hmm. is that this game practically each every single situation where a character misbehaves or is is a doofus or is annoying or anything like that, the other characters will call them out each time. Yes. So it's the, yes. they're really aware. They're, the scripters and the storytellers mm-hmm. are aware of everything. Like it's the, the thirstiness of Jesse. Cloud even calls her out. Yeah. and all those things. It's, I love it. Yeah, I I appreciate that too, and I do I do yeah. agree with you. It's not just like they're just stupid, mm-hmm. and they're just it's not a living world, right? Like it's like no, they actually listen and they respond in a way mm-hmm. that they would, and yeah. they know they know like the characters know like how ridiculous it is, and yeah. they, they add those things in, right? Like for example, when Cloud's doing the side quest for the old man, you have to go fight the the i forget what the enemy is it might have, uh, ven- i don't venom, think it was a, venom something i, uh, I don't I think don't it was a ghost but it was when the I old know. man told him to go to this couldn't yeah. go to the cemetery and pay respects or whatever and then yeah. uh 
use as cloud like you respond some way anyway and he ends up getting mad with you because you don't want him to go back there so you Mm -hmm. have to tell him to shut up and something and then Aerith is just like don't you just love love helping people yeah helping people (laughs) and and he's like "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm and the old man's just like you mark you Uh, you're just an ass and blah blah and you're like "Eh, it's all about money with you exactly uh... and i'm like (laughs) i'm like yeah this is how i feel sometimes as well doing side quests for people right like yeah (laughs) anyway um but yeah i i liked the added story element of the whispers plot we'll talk a lot about this at the end but i did like that (laughs) sometimes they were really annoying uh because which was the point they yeah but i that's that's yeah i thought the same thing like i did appreciate them and what they might represent um but sometimes they were annoying because you couldn't get to uh like certain parts yeah like i i I don't know if i talked to you about this but i was talking in the in the discord um our podcast discord server and i was talking to somebody anyway i think in um private message and i was just like oh i uh i missed one of the materials because the whispers are in front of the chakra materia in the church yeah, and I couldn't exactly. get to it. And then I was like, Oh, make a mental note that it's there. Don't miss it. And then I remember mm-hmm. going back and the doors to the church were closed. You couldn't get in like before moving on to the next thing. And then there's right. so many side quests unlocked and I just totally forgot to go back there to check again. Yeah. Same. But <laughs> you end up going back there later anyway. So I got it. I got it. Thank God the story takes you back there. So then I got mm-hmm. it anyway. So I I don't know if I missed any materia after all. I think, I think there was one that I missed. Was there, I just really, sorry, this, no worries. This is going to happen. It's going to, we're going to go off on a tangent here, but yeah. was there a materia <laughs> um, underground when you go underground and you are going to the Shinra labs underground? Is there a materia on the side? But if you press a button, one of the, uh, like the machine robot arm falls on it and destroys it. Is there, is there uh... a materia there? Because I clicked the button before going and checking and it looked like there was a green glow and it looks like the robot arm that that is being held up by a clamp and you press the button it fell and it destroyed it anyway i don't remember i have to see him a second playthrough i guess but yeah i I was like oh man i saw something glowing over there i shouldn't press this button before going (laughs) over there um let's let's hope you were just imagining things (laughs) yeah yeah um okay so i loved a lot of the game i talked a lot about the positive things so okay so some gripes and we talked about this on the last episode but here we yep. go so so my gri- my gripes are the textures we talked about this but the they're doing a lot of trickery like they did in the original when they just had a static image mm-hmm. and they just create walls and the character goes through like that's what determines what parts of the still image that they can go to right like it's not as bad pixelated but it's still pretty pixelated and i'm just like it's low res and i i hope that it's a texture issue that will be fixed in a patch Mm, i'm not sure i'm not sure though because i think that they they might have changed it because they had performance issues and they would rather it be perfect performance like um fps wise i mean like Obviously, I think it was Digital Foundry did actually a video, uh, mm-hmm. and the, the the frame rate is locked. Like it does not dip. 
It's 30. perfect. It's yep. 30 throughout the whole game. And that's awesome. Like the experience, the gameplay experience was incredible in my opinion with the FPS and the performance, but just, it's just really annoying. So I hope they can go back in and change it. But this I guy, so too, yeah. this <sighs> guy, this guy, the, the, the like plates, it's just a static picture. It's just a static picture. It's not it is, 3D. Yeah. Nothing. It's not 3D. It's not a real 3D rendition of everything. And there's, it's just a picture that they turned into a globe like Google Earth. Mm, yeah. And to to basically hide the fact that it's not real 3D animated in real time Midgar. And I'm not saying that. I don't think that would have been possible and have it at that good of a performance and i understand but at least make it as hd 4k resolution hdr (laughs) at least yeah picture possible because when you look and you're playing it i was so annoyed when i found that out because i felt like i was tricked and then i looked (laughs) i looked up and i'm like those little bastards (laughs) like the the farthest plate like parts of the plates that are furthest away from you are so pixelated i was like i am so surprised and also chapter six chapter six you can see the slums below you yeah and it's bad it's perspective is completely off yeah it just doesn't it's just i was just like what they let this go they just released this game like this i was not happy no, I was I just neither. went through it anyway and I just I just went through it anyway and I kind of just was like okay you just have to get over it because the rest of the game is so amazing. Yeah. But I really hope that this stuff is fixed in a patch and we don't know and I don't know if Japan is self-isolating like like we are here in Canada. <laughs> uh, I think they are. I don't think that they're or they're working on a limited um a limited employee uh number at their offices. So I'm not sure. That's probably why it hasn't been patched yet, honestly. It probably will later. Or probably they, they're just collecting everything and they release one big patch instead of just uh, little patches each week or something. Maybe. I don't know. They also do it in the uh, President Shinra's office because the window is just a, a low-res picture of above-plate Midgar and it's literally pasted on the window. Is it, though? It's not a real... It is, yes, you can see. Didn't you see the video of the guy that got... Uh, that, like, uh, found a bug in the demo and actually oh, found yeah, a way the, to go through yeah, the yeah, wall? There's in, nothing uh, behind in chapter it. One. In, cha- in chapter one, it's... It's, it's the uh, same exact thing. Yeah. It's just a picture. It's a low-res mm. JPEG. It looks like a bad screenshot that's been zoomed in. I'm. I just... Why can't, like... I know I'm being being really harsh right now, but why can't you just have an an animated sky? Like, why couldn't you just have an animated sky? Like, why couldn't you just do that? Like in in Red Dead Two, I know it has day and night cycles, okay? But even if you don't want to include day and night cycles, I honestly think that they could have had day and night cycles in this game i think it would have been fine you could have went back to your hotel room where you were staying and you could have slept in bed for it to turn into daytime or if you just stayed up and you did a bunch of side quests it just turned to day because you didn't bother to go to sleep 
I think they could have done that. And the quests that were that we did at nighttime are only available at nighttime. And the ones during the day are only available during the day. They have an animated sky. The lighting system is incredible. But where's the sun? There's no sun in the sky. You can't see it. There's just clouds that are static. It really took me into the game. And I just was then I was like disappointed because I was like, man, I know what this game could have been if it was if it had all of these things, even though I loved it for what it is. And I will continue to love it. And I'm going to play all of them. And I'm probably going to rebuy it on PC. (laughs) It's fine. The gameplay and the story and the characters are what and the music are and the graphics as well. But it's just. I really think that they could have done that. It's and they did it in Spider-Man. They did it in Spider-Man. Spider-Man is not a huge open world game like Red Dead 2. They still did that. And I talked a lot about Spider-Man on the podcast because I think that they could have borrowed things from that. Like other games. And I think like we already know that they talked about how they really looked at uh, God of War when they were developing the game. And you can see that God of War influence here. Mm. yeah you can sometimes yeah sometimes but i think that they should have went further with it and probably they ran out of time they didn't i i don't know but i'm surprised i was i was just surprised um i do agree on most uh, accounts but i do have some counterpoints for example because uh, why there's no sun well there is some light but there's no sun because it's always kind of cloudy all around the place here in Midgar because of the pollution, so I don't think they're, they ever have a completely clear... Um, no, I know that, yeah. That's, like, you that's can probably see the, the reason why I don't see, yeah. But still, least, yeah. I still But it's not think... animated, I agree that it's just, it, it's always just a static image. The skybox yes. is always just a static image, and that's a little bit of a bummer. And real low resolution. Yeah. At nighttime, it's, you don't notice it as much. Yeah, of course, because, because it's dark, all yeah. of the text is dark, so the lights are only shining on things that they want you to be able to see, basically, so they can get yeah. away with it. A mm. lot of this game happens in the daytime, and I was pretty disappointed, honestly. And I wanted to talk to you about this <laughs> before and kind of yeah. put this out there, but anyway, uh, that's pretty much it for the gripes for me. Uh, and the, like I said, those a few. Of the songs, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. I need to come back to the game later and replay it again. Multiple playthroughs. Um, the NPC like speech thing. Hopefully, will get patched out. Where you know, it's like you're forced into a cutscene, but the NPCs are just talking so loud in your ear, and it doesn't like oh, they don't yeah, stop yeah, yeah. talking. We talked about that before, um, yeah, especially yeah. too on the train and when mm-hmm. they're showing um, the propaganda on the huge screen in the slums. And the people are around you watching the TV, but you're supposed to be listening to the person on the TV, and you can't hear what they're saying. Yeah, the the volume balancing is is off, yeah. So, but other than that, I I really did love this game. I really did enjoy it. And the, the battle system, I think, is my favorite part. And I know, like, we're not doing, like, an official review, but, like, if I were to give this a score it would be like 9 9.5 out of 10 uh for those things that we talked about um but fanboy it would be like 11 out of 10 (laughs) because i'm just so happy to live to be in this world and experience it again and see these characters and i just loved it 
but I took points away for all of the things that we talked about. And I think that's being pretty generous, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I talked I'm, a lot. I'm, what do you think? Yeah. Well, I think, um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I tried to, to make my notes really concise here, mm-hmm. but I'll probably end up talking for an hour anyway. <laughs> but yeah, it's in general, the whole way through from start to finish was really a ride, like a, a huge train ride you couldn't couldn't get off. Mm-hmm. Like this uh, infamous saying, um, there's no getting off of this train we're on until it reaches a station or something like that. Yeah, exactly. That's This is my experience in a nutshell. But of course, this is uh, too little, so I need to go a little bit in, more into detail. <laughs> Yeah, I need to really, really give him credit for being extremely faithful to to the original most of the time. There's so there are so many little hints and little parts that are still in there. Sometimes different, sometimes a little bit changed around, but still in there. For example, this guy are sick. Maybe not not the phrase is there, but the the guy with number tattoo is there and even has now a major plot relevance. Yeah, it's really good and. Yeah, it's just everything is just blown almost out of proportions. Sector five slums, it's just in the original, it just run through, maybe buy a few stuff, talk to people, and then you have the the events at Aerith's house. Then you you're done, run out again, and then go through with sector six. Here, five hours of side quests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and of course a lot a lot of other um, interactions and NPCs and lore and. Yeah, they really do it justice, I think, because in the original, when you think back, it's it's good, it's uh, well paced, yeah. especially because there's extremely more, much more uh, content afterwards after Midgar, so they had to keep it concise. Yeah, but a lot was missing still. A uh, few locations were just really underutilized. Most, mm-hmm. mostly uh, the. Well, the sewers, I don't really care for the sewers, but the the train graveyard was just just a dungeon. Nothing to it. Nothing in here. They added lore to it. They added a side story. Yeah. I think it was a little bit off because we needed to go to the plate and then being distracted with with ghosts and uh, the side story was kind of jarring. But I liked it anyway. Yeah, yeah. I love I, I love that part too. And I liked that it gave us a break from everything else that we were doing. Yeah, I love the too, environments yeah. because they made it like they made it like creepy, right? Where yeah. <laughs> there were Definitely. ghosts and it was just the music too. And that's what mm. I appreciated about it. But I will tell you that I don't what I don't like about this game is that they funnel you through and they won't let you go back or go wherever you want. And I understand yeah. why, because there's different things happening in the story and they mm. kind of want to conceal different environments of the map. They won't, they, they like, you can't go to the train graveyard right away from the beginning when you go yeah, there. Exactly. I think, I don't know what, like what would fix this, but I think that they could have left everything open and you can go anywhere. It's just that you can only, you can't go, you can't go like through the entire train graveyard at the beginning Maybe they populate it with different enemies, like only enemies that you've seen up until that point. It's not actually like the Eligor is not going to be there. Maybe <laughs> yeah, it's course. just going to be, you know, uh, a stronger type of 
like beast or something like that's Mm. there instead that you can still fight that you can go to and get experience from if you want to farm and actually like push yourself to do difficult battles in in the beginning of the game um and i didn't like that the game took over and you couldn't go back after like it was like warning warning like you don't Mm. you don't need to do that to me like i don't think that they needed to do that i think that they could have just had it more open anyway that's just my opinion um yeah i'm I'm on two minds of this one is uh i like openness and going back and forth uh most most of the time or back to old areas or maybe going to areas you're not supposed to go yet to to mm-hmm. grind um, yeah. against stronger enemies and stuff but the whole game design, how everything was set up and balanced, they had to kind of funnel you through the whole experience, go from point A to point B to point C, to not uh, yeah, have, you, have you distracted too much and maybe overleveled and everything. So I understand why they did it, but I would have preferred a little different approach yeah. to. But the, couldn't they just scale the enemy level then, like to whatever level you are? Like, why do they have to have... Like, if I'm level 20 because I wanted to farm, like, why... Okay, I'm overpowered now, because, like, why couldn't they just do that? I know that it's programming and coding and everything, but other games do that, where the enemies just scale with whatever level you are, so... Sometimes they do, yeah, but some, sometimes it's it also doesn't really feel rewarding. Then you grind and grind and grind, and the enemies are as strong as you anyway, so grinding was... Yeah, that's true, kind of that's pointless, true. So. <laughs> I would just, I'm just saying, like, yeah. how I felt, and... What sure. I think, if it's a legitimate thing, like how they would go about like changing it, but mm. uh, if other people thought the same thing, and I'm sure, like you said as well, like it, you just is like when the game takes over, you're like, oh, this again, like I can't go down here. Yeah. Like, that's kind of annoying. But I, what I liked about th- uh, about 15, yes, it's like fake open world kind of, but for example, when the game lets you just roam, there's a really difficult like dragon monster thing in a pit beside the gas station and i was like i don't know level five i'm like i'm gonna go fight it (laughs) and i beat it and i fought it and i got crazy experience and could unlock like more things and i was like this is rewarding like if i want to do that i can do that because i've already played dark souls i've already played like other games that are really difficult and i wanted a challenge and i want to be rewarded for that like there's a little bit of that in the original seven where you can farm and like, for example, everything's closed. You can't go everywhere on the map. You need like a chocobo. You need the, the, um, the tiny Bronco. Like you can't go everywhere, but you can, if you wanted to go different places and there are harder enemies and you could kill them and get like that. So I, I don't know. I just felt like I was like, well, what's over here? Like what's, what's through this, uh, metal fence thing like the you know what i mean like i'm like why can't i go in there it shows it on my map it's grayed out but i can't go there yeah that's that's the the linear aspect of this game this is a design choice as Mm -hmm. said before and yeah it's kind of boils down to your own own expectations and own preferences so yeah that's true yeah yeah i usually try to uh, like work with the game work with Mm -hmm. what the game gives me and yeah, yeah. Not complain too much, but sometimes I was like, well, just let me explore a little bit more, please. Save the story for later. I want to explore first. But yeah, that's uh it's in the grand scheme scheme of things, it's 
kind of minor. So yes, it is. Detract too much. So yeah, yeah. So don't think we're hating on the game right now. It's just uh, <laughs> we're kind of elevating the bad right now so to yeah. tell you what we feel. But it's just a, a small little fish in a big pond of awesomeness. So we already knew what we were getting into anyway with this game. Like I knew it was going to be more story based, and I knew that yeah, it was sure. going to funnel me down like you know tunnels and doing mm-hmm. all of that stuff. I was just playing other games i think coming into it i was just a little bit surprised that i was like oh i can't actually go wherever i want i'm doing this that's fine but i don't know it's just just me i guess as a player but there are other people that that's what they wanted and they didn't enjoy this game right so yeah you're not going to please everybody that's the thing no no definitely not (laughs) but one one positive about this is that uh, they had the control over how they're going to lead you through the game and the story and thus it was i think it was very engaging had a quite a few yes, yes. portions of variety and mm-hmm. changing things up and it uh not everywhere but most of the times it really felt like living and living and breathing world not just because there are yes. npcs and stuff but also how everything is um is ma- is made up and how everything is yeah, designed and the, the differences mm-hmm. between the different areas. Yeah. So really feel the different cultures and different uh, history, maybe, too. How how the, yes. the design is made. And it's pretty cool. Also, the the difference between reactor number one and reactor number five is vast. The one yes. number yes. one is ancient and number five is pretty advanced. I was so, I was I was um thinking that they were gonna like i was i was hoping that it wasn't going to be like all all of the reactors were the same yeah (laughs) i was i was scared that they were that it was going to be like a cop-out and every single Mm. one was i don't know why i thought that i just felt like i was like oh god like they're all gonna be the same it's exactly the same in the original just the color scheme is different but yeah the layout is exactly the same so yeah. Like going back to what you said about the world being lived in and everything, and I know that we're gonna talk about this a little bit later about the character <laughs> the characters as well, but I did appreciate, for example, some of the NPCs ended up in different areas. Like for example, That's true, you, yeah. The teacher was there, you go to Wall Market, she's in Wall Market. We're gonna talk yeah. a little bit about later about why she's in Wall Market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh stuff like that and the kids are running around and they're going different places and you could see them laughing and they're like doing their thing but then the adults are there and it's just it did feel like lived in and it was like a living breathing world um yeah i just i i really appreciated that um as well so definitely yeah now generally this was my um my impression of of the game up until let's say halfway through chapter 17 and then stuff uh, started to become crazy. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Let's say President Shinra's uh, office. Mm-hmm. When you reach that one, then everything takes completely 180. <laughs> Nothing is as in the original anymore. Some, some things are, of course, like the yes. general gist of it is still the yeah. same, but the yeah. details completely different. I was like, what the hell is going on when I was going through it? Like, I was like, wait, okay, so I know that, like, this happened, like, President Shinra ends up dead, right? 
uh, and I'm like, okay, so there's a the glass window is smashed, mm-hmm. and you can just hear somebody screaming help. I'm like, it's probably him. <laughs> so then I'm like, where is he? I couldn't find him. I was just like looking around, like going around, like maybe I won't. And then I looked down, you can see like he's hanging there, right? I like yeah. maybe I won't help you, okay? <laughs> exactly. Maybe I don't want to. And I didn't right away. I went around uh, the whole environment looking for stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can wait till I'm good and ready to come over there. Um, but I agree I I agree I was like what the hell is going on right now anyway sorry to kind of uh, go off on a tangent here but I know how you feel because I felt the same way yeah and then it went uh, really bonkers at the end of the highway and just uh, like kind of a retelling of Advent Children everyone's jumping all over the place slicing buildings (laughs) Kingdom Hearts style and what is this what the heck but of course, when you start digging into theories and uh, looking at the whole game again, yeah. stuff starts to make sense. But at first, it's like, what is happening here? And yeah, this was really confusing and thought, well, it's, they just wanted to add uh, a last boss gauntlet, last dungeon and flash mm-hmm. and over the top and everything. And uh, confusing as heck. And But yeah, afterwards, when I kind of distilled all my my thoughts and went, went through a few cutscenes again from, from the game and yeah. later talked to people. S- stuff started to make more sense and now I like mm-hmm. it even more than before. Yeah, same here, same here. I haven't really had the chance to talk to that many people about it, just a few people on our podcast Discord and and actually I haven't even like talked to you about it really, just in a few That's DMs true, yeah. like really quickly yeah. because I know like, you know, you're so busy, you're making so much content and everything. Um Try I haven't to. really <laughs> had anybody to, to talk to you. So like you said, yeah. I just watched the like the the Easy Allies Max Dude uh spoiler cast mm. three hour video and then I was like, oh, okay. So then I started to feel a little bit better about everything. Mm. Um as well, but I was also really confused and uh I, I, I enjoyed it, though. Like, I didn't mind that I was jumping all over the place, like an Advent Children kind of thing. And I just remembered, too, that I think it was Nomura said that they didn't want to make this game until it could surpass, like, or be yeah. as good as Advent Children. So I'm sure that he was like, you know, oh, let's make it, like, Advent Children, like, style <laughs> fight scene because the fight scenes are so incredible and stuff like that. And mm. I did enjoy that part, but I didn't know what the hell was going on. I did yeah, not so- understand what was happening. I I liked that it was cool, like, jumping around on, like, pieces of, like, broken Midgard just flying around, mm. and you're like, boom, like, you know. But uh, I just didn't understand what's going on, so I was, too, was also very confused. And they kind of explained it in their spoiler video, like, it's kind of like a transport truck. It's just, like, <laughs> you're going, at the end, it's just, like, you know what I mean, like, all at once. It's kind mm. of like a it's like just the brakes are off and the truck's just going and it doesn't yeah, go exactly. until it smashes into something at the very end of the game when it's just over and you're like, what the hell yeah. just I, happened? I did, I did understand a few things, but like the overall, uh, I had to process this thing a few days. So did I. So did yeah. I. I turned it off and I like, I went back, like I, I stopped for two days, I think, and was like, trying to process everything and see how I felt about it. What would you give this game if you were to give it a score? Hmm. Not like, you know, this, our scores mean anything because <laughs> we're not no, professional really, yeah. game reviewers. But what would you give it out of 10? From, from, a, from a feeling, uh, there are 
two scores. One is, of course, the subjective score and the other one would be the objective score or mm-hmm. nigh-objective score because purely objective is not possible. Yeah. But for, from a personal standpoint, like, uh, just from a fan's perspective, uh, 95 or even 100 out of 100 yeah. because yeah. it's just so awesome. And a few gripes mm-hmm. with the textures and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe 95 out, or 9.5 out of uh, 10. Out of 10, yeah. Um, critically, I'd have to be a little bit harsher, probably. Oh. Uh, 8.59, something okay. like that. I'd, I'd have to, to, to uh, yeah. think about it a little bit more. But there are, there are uh, if you really go through it, a lot of details that could uh, be improved upon. Also in the battle system. And, yeah the quality of uh, textures and stuff. At, at least the performance is superb. And the yeah, characters look superb. Is. I never and had a frame drop like the entire yeah. game. I never had a performance drop with all of the effects that are things that yeah, are happening. Exactly. In the, and, you know, you're casting these huge flames exploding, mm-hmm. like fi- yeah. Fyraga or whatever. And there's so many things going on, especially, too, when you're battling with Aerith. She has so many particle effects coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you're, like, you know what I mean? And, like, little petals from flowers flying around. And there's no performance drop, like, at all. So mm. I totally, um, totally agree with you as well on that aspect for your, you know, your score that you would give mm. it. I Very similar to, you know, what I would give it as well, so... All right, guys, so we're moving on to what my thoughts were on the visuals of the game. So we kind of talked about this before. I think that most of the environments look good, and I think that the character models look incredible. It was really hard to tell the difference between the character models and the CGI scenes. Uh, I think there was two times when I was just like, wait, is this CGI? The rest of the times, I could tell the difference. Uh, I think they hide it really well, and I think Mm. that they did an amazing job with the overall graphics of this game. Obviously, we talked a lot about the negative of the textures, and hopefully this gets fixed. And then if they do fix this stuff, obviously, we will be talking about that, and that'll improve the game, you know, even more. And I'll, I want to go back and I want to replay it if they do patch and fix these things. And I, I think that it is a problem and it is a bug because there is a lot of texture popping and stuff happening like closer to the end of the game and ha- about halfway through that that doesn't happen as much in the beginning but i do think that it's a it's a bug like i i do like i want to believe mm. it is but i think that it is i think that it is um so if they can fix that that would be awesome and i'm going to go back and replay it like after like post patch if they do end up like i mean i'm going to play it anyway but it'll just be more <laughs> enjoyable i think yeah definitely but I also think it's it's kind of a performance issue that maybe some textures have a, a lower priority and don't get loaded in because, uh, yeah, the, f- the frame drop would be notice- noticeable, so they don't load in or something, or, do- or load in mm-hmm. too late. Especially in the wall market segment, by day, you notice yeah. it that so many textures take a few seconds to load in. Yeah, You yeah. R- run onto, uh, against a, a wall or something, or towards yeah. a wall, and it's just a, a mess, mess of pixels. And you wait a few seconds, and then bloop, yeah, it loads in. It's like that um, vending machine with the uh, whale on it in the uh, hotel, in the wall. Oh, market. right, right, yeah. Uh, there's a side quest. We actually have to go back to that that uh, 
vending machine thing with the wheel on it so mm-hmm. it was very crisp looking and then like i went back to it after for the side quest and i was like it just looked like a pixelated box with like you couldn't even see that there was a whale on it it was just like a blue blob and i'm like okay that's weird yeah is this the same is this the same uh vending machine you know what i mean yeah Yeah. so anyway um i thought the level design was good i thought that i already we already talked about this too where i just wish that you could go like you could go different places like wherever you wanted but I understand why they chose not to have that available. Um, I guess I just felt like I felt like the slums were large. I guess like enough. I just felt like they could have been bigger. I I don't know if that's what I feel though. Like I don't know what it is. I just feel like they were large, but there wasn't a lot to do Mm. in in those little tucked away areas like i don't know like you know how sometimes there's extra like extra streets there's Mm -hmm. just npcs on the streets like there there's no shops there there's nothing like for you to there's no reason really for you to go down those other like alleyways i just felt like i wanted a reason to go there and also i wanted more area but anyway that's just me At least in Wall Market, there were a few side quests which yes. had you go there yes. into the alleys yes. and into the. I still went there anyway because I wanted yeah. to see it. Yeah, same. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I think Sector Five did an improvement on that because the side quests holders were actually in some of the buildings, like the retirement home, and then there was a doctor yeah. outside in that area and the school but see how it's all concentrated the school the doctor office the retirement home is all there and Mm -hmm. they all have people like what about the other little side streets that like you can go down and there's nobody like those cool cafe looking things where they have it and there's actually people working there but there's nothing there it's you can't i mean you can't go to the person and order something to drink yeah you can't yeah that's that's also a bummer and the guy who owns the restaurant, when you go in the first time you go to Wall Market, he eventually ends up being a quest giver later in the story mm-hmm. when you have a side quest and stuff unlocked. But when you go there, first he's like, hey, what do you want to order? We have this. And you can't even order anything. You can't do anything. Yeah, You that's can't even order that's... anything. And I went up to him to try to like talk to him, interact, like triangle, whatever. And you can't even talk to him. I was like, what? Like... At least they could have a little mini cutscene where he makes you a little plate of food and it gives you some HP where you sit down and you're like, hey, you eat it and you're like, yeah, this is really good. And then you're and it shows you get HP and then like, great. And then maybe it costs five gil or something and that's it. They could have done that in the other areas. In this specific instance, what? wouldn't be as wise because of the quest that comes later which uh upsets johnny's stomach and if you could just uh go there and eat and replenish hp it's kinda would it probably be probably would um diminish the, the effect and also there are i think three other people that are kind of sick and maybe some of them went there to eat and are now sick yeah but what so about changing it so that you go there, you eat, and this happens, and then the world knows that you did that. So then you go, and then Johnny's like, oh, I'm sick, and these other people are sick, and they're like, oh, well, I ate the food here. You're like, man, I ate there, like, a few days ago, and I'm fine. <laughs> like, what are you oh, talking yeah. about? Like, just stop faking it, because that's what Cloud <laughs> would say anyway. 
And then that's true. Yeah. And then you go back for the quest, and the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I remember you. Are you? Did you want another plate of what you ordered? Oh, what do you mean? People are sick. You weren't sick when you were here. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Well, maybe I should do this. And then the quest happens. So the world knows that you did those things. I'm, I'm yeah, just that saying work, that's yeah. being I really picky. That. It's just being really yeah. picky. But I I think for the level design, like, it could have been a little bit better. And I think chapter six level design for me, I was like, oh, I think it was my least favorite uh, chapter. I don't know why. I just, I, liked I don't know. It. I don't know. <laughs> Did you like it? Yeah, I, I like such uh, kind of mazy uh like yeah i like that too i like that too but i don't know what it was i just feel like i was disappointed because the textures on the slums below yeah that one was was really biggest offender there then i was mad about that and then i was like oh there's control panels that i can't access yet like okay so i have to move these things around i like puzzles that's fine i don't know why i just feel like it was just it wasn't as it just, memorable as the yeah. other things that I've been doing up until that point when I, okay, now I'm like, oh, I have to turn off these solar things that provide light. Okay. Uh, I did them, but I just, I, I don't know. I just felt like it was a little slow and I was like, I wanted something. I wanted something more. And I also, I was disappointed because of the, the textures on the environment, yeah. like the picture, because it's not in fire. It's not. No. being uh it's a picture so <laughs> yeah, maybe this area just doesn't didn't resonate with you it can happen it happens sometimes yeah. to me too some uh, there are so there are i think one or two tracks that don't really resonate with me i don't i just can't <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah that's might might be what's happening i think sector five slums is my favorite area i loved wall market i think that's one of my favorite areas as well i just Something about going to the back where Aerith's house, house, Aerith's house Aerith's is house. <laughs> the first yeah, time. It's, it's magical. It's really it's magical. It's just yeah. so magical. It's so magical. And I was just so impressed. And I was like, oh my God, it's beautiful. And then you go into the house. And then the mm-hmm. house is just like a recreation of the original, but it's just like they got the old fashioned TV there, you know, like a tube TV and they little kitchen. Yeah, it's really cozy. And, oh my God. You go upstairs and you're like, oh my God, it's so good. And I was like, <gasps> I was so emotional. Like I was like, oh my God, am I going to cry now? Is this going to happen? Is this a tear? <laughs> like, am I shedding a tear? Wow. Like, do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was so yeah. good. And then, and just, I love the church though too. And I love I love the banter between uh, Aerith and Cloud on the. Um, oh, this is awesome! When you're going through the your your the rooftops, um, the rooftops after yeah. you have to escape through the top of the of the church. This is like, awesome! Yeah, <laughs> I loved that so much. I just and then the yeah the first time you get down, you're walking, and then the um the under the rotting pizza or whatever plays, and you're like, <gasps> yes. it's awesome i love this track <laughs> you're so good at singing it you sang it like the last episode too you just did the same thing am that's i so- yeah you did yeah you did okay that's so awesome oh. uh but yeah anyway i talked a lot about visuals so what do you think about visuals 
visuals, gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> no, I must say the characters and even most NPCs are just looking phenomenal. Like the level of detail is yeah, just great. And this is exactly why some of the ba- of the background texture of, or wall texture is yes. such as uh, sticks out like a sore thumb because yeah. of the contrast. The lighting, though, those the lighting system Lightings. is incredible, oh, yeah. and the, oh, yeah. but the lighting hides it really well. Yeah, it depending does. on Usually where you are. Mm. As soon as you get close to certain textures, it's just oh, why there's text on that, but I can't read it because it's pixelated. Why? Yeah, like on oh, the wow. signs. Um, yeah, yeah, like behind the shopkeepers and stuff. Like you can't yeah. even read what the signs say. The funny thing is that in in uh, chapter two in sector eight, most of the text is really really well readable on on the signs, but in mm-hmm. chapter three, most of them nope, can't even read them. <laughs> it's it's so strange. Same in uh, yeah, some Walmart text textures are also weird and crappy but uh yeah it's a little bit better i think but yeah textures i think we've racked on the textures for too long now so <laughs> let's uh skip over this that's okay but what i did like is most interior areas especially the shindra hq looks phenomenal it mm-hmm. l- looks really really good all the textures of course when you really go c- up close it's you do see that's it that it's a texture and that it's could be a little bit crisper, but usually when you just uh, roam around and you're like one or two meters away from from the walls, it looks gorgeous. Especially because of the lighting. The lighting is yes. such... I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's, uh, it's phenomenal. Yeah. And I even think... Who was it? I think Kitase said that that, that they used uh, like one 100... They did. They connected like 100 computers. Yeah. Which exactly simulated to... like... Basically, it does computations to simulate like how light would actually bounce off the um, the environment and stuff. Yeah, and, but yeah. I, I think that the lighting in this game is probably the best that I've seen in any PS4 game. I think. Probably, yeah. I mean, Red Dead Red Dead Two is incredible, and the sky though in that game is incredible. Like I already talked about this, the day night system, yeah. like it's so good, but. It's so open and it's not really populated that much. Like they have some little towns and stuff that you go to, mm. but it's not as populated and I think compressed as as this game. So maybe I don't know, but I just I thought that the lighting was was really really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the focus isn't on the sky anyway. The focus of this this game no, is the exactly. characters and the, the exactly. slums, and exactly. that's probably also why they chose to put focus on the areas, not the sky. Skybox. Yes, but Most just, likely. Animate still... just animate yeah. it. Just animate it. Or, or at least uh, place a few 3D objects there so that at least gives you depth because when you look down into the slums in Chapter 6, it's just flat and even the perspective is off and it, it yes, looks like a flat paper. Yes. Yeah, that's 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 most this is what egregious I'm thing there. Yeah, that's that's the problem, yeah. But the, 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 the middle pillar like that looked good and the plates above looked good looked, they were a little pixelated good, yeah. but you didn't i didn't really notice it until later but yeah yeah they they could have done a better job with that and Definitely. there's also a thing where you pointed out where there's actually a mistake oh 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 yeah this is i 
one of the areas and i, I was like what that. like i couldn't believe that i was like oh my god did you yeah, email them <laughs> i i should them? probably i i did post hey guys, it on twitter so maybe just want oh. you to know yeah that... <laughs> there's a huge um, mistake in your video game yeah definitely <laughs> also hire me yeah. <laughs> hire me hire me I'm, i'll make sure that those mistakes don't won't happen Hire me as a quality assurance guy and I'll fix exactly. it or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I th- I think I even I I think I even added the or pinged the Final uh, Seven remake a Twitter account, but I don't think they no they noticed it or they ignored it. I don't know. No, but you even took like you had a screenshot of like yeah some what it used to be and what it is now or something, and then you were like. Yeah, so this is wrong. About that. <laughs> there was two things. There was two things. It was the rude fight, and then in the That's church. That's two, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah the, I noticed that in the rude fight, in, this, in the trailer, it was correct. Yes. Then it, it, and it's then wrong. We, yeah, and now it's wrong. Or, or in, the, in, the DL, in the Cactuar Art DLC uh, teaser, it was wrong again, because then we're completely underneath the, the Sector yeah. 6 plate. It was right, correct before, and even before in the tra- in um, the other, not the root fight specifically, but the scene before. Yeah, you you could see that there's a plate above, and now mm-hmm. there's no plate above or a plate yeah. that's broken. And you can see it from the church. You can see it from the train station. It's I don't know, and even in the ending, I'm not quite sure what uh, what's up with that. But in the ending, where they, where you see the people rebuilding Sector Seven, or at least at least it looks like they're rebuilding the Sector 7 slums. Above, there's, again, the Sector 6 plate and the broken yeah. off Sector 6 plate. And Sector 7 plate is intact behind that. It's just, what? What are oh you doing? Oh, my God. Wow. Un- unless, uh, that, that's also something I'm not 100% clear on, if uh, all this, the scenes where you see this, this, this glimmer falling down from the, um, the destroyed fate or whatever, that that's kind of part of the alternate timeline or something, or if this is actually part of the now. I'm I'm not quite sure right now, because, yeah, you see Bix is alive, and they're rebuilding there in Sector 7, and uh, but you also see Marlene talking through the flower with Barrett, or or understanding, or hearing Barrett calling out to her through the flower. There's, there's, There's so much there that's kind of weird, and even, and I'm not sure if this is intentional, like the the skybox in uh, the rebuilding of Sector Seven oh, slums yeah. scene, it's a, it's I think it's an error, but it might also be um, intentional. Mm. But if it's intentional, they would be rebuilding in Sector Six. Why? Yeah, yeah Why? I don't. Uh, doesn't really make sense. I think. I it's mean, a, it's if a you want to justify it, you can come up with any explanation, right? Yeah, like, of if, course. If, like, because we're trying to find an explanation, because we're like, no. Yeah. They couldn't have made a mistake and actually had it wrong. So we're coming up with things like, oh, maybe it's because this is the alternate timeline where different area <laughs> yeah. of the plate is in construction. Like, no, it's just a mistake. I honestly think I'm pretty that's sure a it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that, yeah. oh, also, they might have changed it because where the lighting is darker in that part as well, like the rude fight, like. Yeah. In the OG trailer, like it looks like the sky's dark because the plate's mm-hmm. covering it. 
Yeah, it, the lighting is also darker. It looks like it's it's. Uh, so maybe they were like, "Oh God, we're gonna have to change this because then like the lighting's gonna be weird here." So we'll just have to. Nobody will notice. <laughs> yeah, nobody will notice. Of course, Don't nobody will. Don't you know your audience? <laughs> Come on. We are hardcore fans. We notice everything. <laughs> hmm. It's also weird because in 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 the wireframe. Um, version of the of the world map or what Midgar map, which you can I think it's R three. You can open it with R three in the yes. menu, in the map menu. Yes. It says <laughs> sector five slums. It's there underneath the intact plate, and to the right or to the left, there's the broken off plate. You even see it in the wireframe representation. Wow. But then it, when you're in sector five, beneath uh, next to the church, and you go further towards uh, sector six, where or I should say the other way. Sector five slums. It's it's pretty close to the separation yeah. uh, border, separation wall, and the church is on the completely other side. Yeah. Or pretty much on the other side because you walk past the support pillar, which is in the middle. Yeah. And even that's also something. Um, when you're at the church, you see the pillar in the distance. Yeah. And you're pretty much underneath uh, the middle, so the the pillar is off. When you're near the pillar, the pillar is pretty much in the center of the plate of the skybox. That's good. But when you're in Sector 5 slums, the pillar is in this distance again, but you're still underneath the middle, sort of, of the yes. skybox. So it's it's so strange. I don't know what they were thinking. But yeah. I think that it Enough might rent. be... <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. I think it's just, it's just that it might be something wrong with, like, the, um, like the depth perception of, like, just having the images as a static image and then folding it around mm-hmm. a globe. Yeah. Like probably, it might yeah. be like, yes, you're supposed to be under it, but it's like they couldn't make it zoom in enough or something, or maybe they didn't want it to zoom in enough to make it look like you're right under it because then you'd be able to see the even worse textures or something like, I don't know. Yeah. But, but moving it along with you, like that, that, that the position uh, is correct. It was probably not as easy. And they thought, well, Exactly. Let's keep this for later, fix this later, because we need to fix other things first or develop other things first. And yeah, at, at some point you have to say, okay, it's it's good. We can, don't have any time anymore. Exactly. The, the other uh, small things, let's keep this for later patch and just uh, go gold and deliver it. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I'm pretty sure this is what happened because in, in a project management, you have to uh, make priorities. Oh, and yeah. I think the p- performance... Exactly. And characterization and scenes and characters and all those things and the battle system and the whole balancing had to be perfect. So they kind of ignored a little bit the skybox stuff and the texture loading stuff because, well, we can fix this later. The rest is more important. I'm pretty sure this is a very accurate assessment, or Mm -hmm. at least I hope so. Because if this is just negligence, then no, it doesn't look good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so the next thing that we're talking about is basically the general gameplay, so traversal and minigames. So I I enjoyed traversal a lot, and I liked, like, going to different areas in the map and, like, going across those, like, hanging bars where you had to go, like, to get a different area and then open a door here, and then you go you go down, it opens up a new area, like a shortcut kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like that they added uh, puzzles as well, like during traversal and traversal. Wow. Traversal. <laughs> sorry. Traversal. And I thought there there were 
a good amount of puzzles. Like I didn't feel like there were too many and I didn't feel like they were super annoying. In some games, I just despise, like I'm not a big puzzle game fan. I will do them in games that are like this, like RPGs and stuff like that. And I feel like, okay, it's fine. Um, But when there's too many, I just don't want to play it. Like I just, it just makes me mad basically. This, I felt like there was a happy medium. There were some, and what there were, there were pretty good. Yeah, definitely. Like I said before, I always explore everywhere on a map because of those games where they have an achievement for, like, completing the area 100% where you, like, oh, you've explored everything, like, where the fog of war is. So it had that, and my OCD annoyed me because I couldn't go to parts that were on the map that were grayed out mm-hmm. whenever I wanted. Mm-hmm. And there was some areas, even in chapter one at the beginning, after the reactor part, and then you get to see the aftermath on top of the plate, there was parts of the map you couldn't even go to. Uh, but they had up uh, uh, like a mission marker there. Yeah, right. There right. was a mission, mission marker, marker was, yeah. in an area where you couldn't go. And I was like, am I going crazy? There's, uh, <laughs> like, after you meet Sephiroth and everything with Aerith, and then yeah, she runs exactly. down the alleyway, which she's gone. She just runs away. I'm like, where did she go? Like, there's nowhere to escape. She must have went down through the manhole or something, and now she's in the... <laughs> or something like that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's not there anymore. Maybe she just disappeared. Anyway, uh, so I ran down after her first, this, like, on my second playthrough, I just started another playthrough. I did mm-hmm. it all hard, and I went down there, and you can't go there. There's a gate, and you just hear the officers talking. Oh, there's somebody on the loose, blah, blah, And I'm like, yeah. okay, so I can't go down there. Then I went back. I backtracked, but you can't go back. You can only go back so far. But it shows mm-hmm. there's a marker there. You have to go there, and I'm like, I can't get there. So then I thought that I had missed something because I just continued through the story, but apparently, no, you just can't go there. Um, and also, like I said before, the game just doesn't let you go wherever you want and that's fine i just some parts i think that they could have allowed you to go through they you could go to uh earlier in the game but just not have any story elements happen like you can't obviously when you go to the if you go to the train uh graveyard in the beginning cuz the gates open you can only go so far and none of the story happens but you yeah, can explore uh, exactly. it and you can see it. But it's not creepy either. It's just maybe daylight or something. I don't know. Yeah, like in the original, you could even go there in the original. Go, just uh, leave yes, yes, the yes. Train I remember. Right and, I remember. Yeah. Yes, but you could only go so far. Why not yeah, just do that? But there's enemies there and maybe a couple items for actually that you're rewarded because you can explore, like that sort of thing. There wasn't any of that. It was just very yeah. much. Well, there was a little bit, but it was more like, oh, this gate. It's on the map. It's grayed out. The gate is closed. You can't go there. Yeah, the thing with the train graveyard is because uh, there's there are rumors going on that there's it's it, this is haunted, it's dangerous yes, there, yes, and yes. the neighborhood watch won't let you in. So, for from a lore perspective, story perspective, it makes sense, but from a gameplay perspective, of course, for us uh, OCD completionists, it's yes. uh, aggravating. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just That's you go the there later, so you get to clear all that anyway. But yeah, I think that that them adding that is just an excuse for them to not have to do what I'm what I'm saying like oh yeah, we're gonna probably, add it yeah. into the lore so they can't go there now because we're making a decision of not having it open like that I think that that's fine that's their choice but mm. it, it, it it did annoy me and then when the game took over and told me I couldn't go where I wanted to go I was I was pretty annoyed with that um 
we've all played games. I don't I don't think they needed to do that. I don't think they needed nah. to do that. We we all play games. People play video games more now than what they ever did when we were kids. Come on, there's so many people yeah. that play video games now. It's such a big thing that I just feel like, okay, people know. People know. Like, you know, just leave us alone and let us do what we want to do. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, it is still a game and not some some alternate reality where you have to follow the story or something. So, But uh, it's like, there's a story and there is uh, lore and everything, but parts of the gameplay just don't need to adhere to that because it diminishes your enjoyment of the game because at the end yes. of the day, it's still a game. You should yes. be free to do stuff or, oh, yeah. the world is ending in seven days. Oh, let's go raise chocobos and let's go uh, explore this cave. And let's go do this and that and that. Five months later, okay, so um, we're too <laughs> late. Uh, game's over. Imagine they did that, like <laughs> how they do in uh, Persona 5 where it's like you're on a calendar and you only have a certain oh, right, amount of right, time yeah, before you true. can go to the dungeon. Imagine they're like, okay, guys, you got seven days and then you wait mm-hmm. and then the, and you do everything in the whole game mm-hmm. that you wanted to do and in the end they're like, oh, you failed. Oh, now Meteor comes. And yeah, you failed. You the failed. game's yeah. over. You have to go. Bad oh, do you want? Do you want to go back a week from now? <laughs> do you yeah. think people would people would no. lose their minds yeah definitely no this is uh i don't want to like talk about persona 5 but i did not go back to it because of that whole thing so please don't do that with final fantasy yeah. but people no, enjoy that but i don't i i i, I uh remembered the, the term it's ludonarrative dissonance the oh. official term yeah Ludo narrative wow. is game uh, game narrative and distances. Yeah, it, it doesn't mesh together because let's say it's start of, of of chapter three, you're supposed to go back to Tifa's bar. And first it won't let you go to the train graveyard like in the original. Okay, so you have to go there. It funnels you through this pathway. And there's a short little part where it's uh, kind of a, a little plaza, not uh, at the train station, but further down. Yeah. Uh, where there's another gate, and this is yes, also there's uh, another gate. sealed off, and another yes. gate on the other side, and sealed another off. gate on the other yeah. side. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, "Where can I go then?" Yeah, and then you go straight forward, follow Big Jesse and Wedge, and then uh, it follows you into this locked camera, and you can't go back because it says warning, you can't go back, and it's yeah, that's um. When that area did open to do the side quest where I had to kill the Drake or whatever, the Cerulean Drake or whatever type of Drake that's in there, that's fine. It opened. So I went right, in there right, right away. Before I started that quest, I went in there anyway and cleared out the enemies and discovered things and went around because that's <laughs> what I wanted to do because that's what I love doing. Sure. And then they, there was a quest where I had to go fight a certain enemy there. That's fine. I still went back there. I went back there multiple mm-hmm. times just to kind of grind and level up. Like... Yeah, that's, that's there wasn't uh, what we really do. areas where you can grind either in the game. Like Not there really, was no. some areas that you could do that, but in fifteen there were a bunch of areas because oh, yeah. it was like fake open world. But I didn't like fifteen as much as I like this game. But still, like if that's what you wanted to do, it was like that was kind of taken away from you. If if you yeah. wanted to do that, I feel like not really, but kind of, kind of. And that's how some people play Final Fantasy games, though. That's how yeah. they want to play them, and that's how they've always played them. Yeah, exactly. They've always farmed. They've always grinded. They've always done that. Explored. Explored, and yeah. now they can't do that because the game doesn't allow you to do that all the time or 
as well as like previous installments of the game. So like uh, a little remedy for chapter th- uh, three at the beginning could be just let us walk everywhere where we wanted to. Just as long as we don't get too close to Tifos Bar, we can do whatever we want. Of course, all those other areas are closed off because it's not yes. for now, it's for later. That's yes. fine. But at least not don't constrict us in this uh, this tunnel and the, even the camera. You can't really move the camera much around in, in a certain place. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think the last 20 meters or so before 7th Heaven, it was completely uh, locked in. And yeah. this, I don't really understand why. It's not even, I don't know. I agree. I agree. Also, at, yeah. the, at the beginning of Sector 5 slums, where you follow Aerith, uh, you can't go anywhere. The camera is locked. You have to follow her. And if you don't, yeah. she'll scream at you. And Yeah, and then <laughs> that's when I was like, I, I remembered about the chakra um, material in the church. And oh, I was like, right. oh, and then I tried to go back and it wouldn't let me <laughs> go back. It doesn't work, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, don't tell me that I missed something in this game because I'm going to be pissed if I can't go back yeah. there and get it. Like, I mean, the original had stuff that you could miss too. Sure. But I was still kind of like, okay, just let me go back. Just let me go back and see if it's open and I can go get it. Just let me yeah. go back. Like, I understand that if uh, you get close to an area where something happens, like uh, uh, listening to the news where Scarlet shows up, if yes. you get close enough, then it's just it's, it should take control away from you. Maybe you can control yes. the camera, but you yes. don't really need to walk around because the game wants you to see the newscast and let's then just make this a cutscene or something. It's not something that you need to... or. Uh, can skip or should be able to skip, or even uh, the the um, how was it? All oh, right, uh, Erith talks to the little restaurant uh, keeper, shopkeeper, barkeep, whatever, and uh, a few meters further up, uh, she talks to the kid. And if you if you're close there and the um, and it starts, then maybe you can only control the camera again, but not um, walk around. So that it forces you to witness yeah. this part because this is important. This is I think uh, character that building fine. for Earth. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. fine. But then if I chose, like, if I choose, like, oh, crap, I forgot something back there, I should be able mm-hmm. to walk away from it. Or at least afterwards, yeah, when the scene is done. Exactly. Exactly. And trigger, and trigger the scene only when you're close to it. Like, before that, Aerith just walks there and waits. And there's a quest bar because you yes, don't miss you it. Yes, but you couldn't go back. You can't. You yeah, still, but you're you locked should be in. still. Yeah, I can understand that you can't go back all the way to the church, maybe because, yeah, I maybe maybe understand that, but that you're constricted to just the sector five slums. But you're even fun on the path. You have to walk yourself. Yeah. But you can't do anything other than walk forward anyway. So. Oh my god, it was like that too when the plate fell and they were trying to get out of there. And I know that oh. people, remember? And they were like, over here, over here. Like, yeah. I know that it was burning and yes, whatever. But like, it was, I, I thought there might be some chests or something like just laying around <laughs> right, that I could yeah. open. So I'm like, oh, can I go over here? Can I, is there somebody over here that needs help? Like, like blah, 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 whatever. It wouldn't let me do it. It wouldn't let me do mm. it. It wouldn't let me do it. Like, you couldn't yeah. go... It's just too too restrictive. A little bit opener, a little bit more more um, agency would be nice. Mm-hmm. So, closer to the end of the game as well, there's a lot of this whole, like, crawl... Well, it's throughout the game, but it's just this crawl through 
or crawl, not crawl, but it's just like, okay, we're going to have to shimmy through yeah. pieces of brick. Squeeze through Or whatever, like, stuff, yeah. come yeah. on. <laughs> that is, that's like a mid-2000 game mechanic, and I'm just so done with it, honestly. I just, I know that it's the whole cinematography thing when the camera goes through the thing, and you're like, ooh, what's on the other side of that? But yeah. I just don't, okay, you can put a few of them in, but that's it. Please, I just... It, that's my yeah, opinion. So, sometimes it's, it's, it was it's just annoying. too long. It yeah, was too long annoying. Yeah. Oh my God. It was mm. so annoying. Or go under this piece of rubble. Like, okay, that's fine. I understand. <laughs> the plate fell. I have to go under the piece of rubble. And that's the way that the slums are because, you know, with everything that, that happened as well, like, mm. there's junk everywhere. Right? So, definitely. Yeah. I get that. That's fine. I just thought it was too much. And I just think that the, that game mechanic needs to go away now. Yeah, the thing is though, in uh, in PS4 era, still loading is a huge issue. So I heard from uh, many people that this is just a way to mask loading, because uh, well, in PS5, yeah. hopefully they get rid of that because yeah. that's just annoying. It's like you're making it annoying yeah, for me. I have to crawl through this thing. Yeah, this is a huge feature of the PS5 anyway. That loading will pr- probably be a, a nothing burger anymore. It's just nothing. Yeah. It's just. A sack of rice fell down in, in China, and that's how important loading is, then, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I never thought of it no. that way, I guess, because I just thought that they made it, they put it there because they wanted you to feel like you're crawling through this thing. And the cinematography where the camera pulls in is like, ooh, like, okay, I remember seeing that for the first time on the PS3, I think, or PS2. It was like the original God of War game, something you're like, oh my God, be, that's yeah. so cool. It's like they still do it. And I'm like, mm. no. Just take it away. Just no, yeah. please. Uh, on 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 the last uh, Sacred Symbols podcast I listened to, they uh, exactly one um, one person wrote in and they uh, answered to this person exactly because of this uh, aggravating and long shimming and squeezing between tight spaces in then Final Fantasy VII remake, and they also said like uh, TLDR each time a game. Go uh, makes you go through something like slow or aggravating or something that you feel ah, this this just doesn't need to be there or slow walking force slow walking force it's not punished it's just loading issues the the next area needs to load otherwise if you're just running there it probably won't load as as fast or something it's yes you could uh, bring the argument that open world games do it too but open world games are com- designed completely differently there's so much reusage of uh, assets everywhere and it's a constant streaming and here you can uh, design the areas completely differently and yeah I'm, I'm not that tech savvy but i can agree that's mostly it's because of uh, loading issues mostly not because if you design it that way that the characters have to slowly walk through that or slowly squeeze through that for seconds on at once or something it's it's just no fun at all so i want i want i don't know why else you would do that other than technical limitations and loading stuff so yeah i think that if they had to do it i think that it can be done better with something else instead maybe of... i don't know I don't know what, but it is annoying, and there's a lot of it. And some parts, I was pretty annoyed that I had that it was so slow. Like, <laughs> yeah, same. Even even when when you return to the church, when uh, Kyrie, Kyrie is in there, 
in, within the church you can't run. You have to walk slowly. Oh my god, so the, annoying. Uh, why? So annoying. Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I annoying. I didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. There's another part when you're in the church as well. Like, uh, I went back to the church at one point. I forget. Like, it was before... Um, the door was closed, but you could still go back. Oh, I went back when I was going um, on the rooftops, but I... Oh, right, right. Yeah, I, went yeah, I went back again because I was yeah. like, oh, crap. Maybe I forgot a chest in the in the uh, attic of the church or whatever. Mm-hmm. So every time I went back, same. It would... It's it would extremely slow. Slow yeah. motion. Like, I couldn't yeah. just run across the beam. You nope, have to you walk <laughs> so slowly. And I'm like, wait, there's nothing here. I did this for no reason. Yeah, same. That's why my gameplay it's... time was 65 hours. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably <laughs> contributed to mine too. That and uh, looking around the place everywhere. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. I just wanted to go on to the next thing as well, going into a vent. Okay, so the vent, I understand this is in the original, but oh my god. the moving It's, it's too slow. Moving inside of a vent was so slow. Yeah. And... Obviously, I'm going to go to a different... I'm going to turn to the left. It shows It shows on the map that you can't go all the way down there, but I'm still going to go there because I'm hoping there's some item there or something like that. And at one point, there was. There was some kind of like an independent materia that was just there. Yep. I, sh- I think HP plus? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, I, I was like, yeah. well, I'm glad I looked and I went over mm-hmm. there, but the only way to go back then to go the other way is so slow because you have to... You go backwards... And then you kind of pull you you back up like a car backs up yeah, into exactly. this part, and then you gotta press forward. And oh my god, it was so annoying, dude! I was yeah, I was this... like, oh, Antifa is supposedly behind you, I, yep. I, I think. And then at one point, she's <laughs> invisible, and she's like on top of me, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> oh god, Tifa's inside of me. Oh boy. That can be taken very differently. But anyway, yeah. so it's just like, <laughs> I was like, oh God, oh, oh God, yeah. Tifa, oh dear. I'm sorry for. Also, she's got a great angle. She's right behind my butt. Anyway. Yeah. And uh, right right uh, behind the Buster Sword, which is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Also, have you, have you seen this, uh, this meme image uh, with. You see the vent from outside and just cloud, Cloud's Buster Sword uh, slicing through the one side of the vent. <laughs> no, like it was, I haven't seen it, that. It was, it was that, uh, um, a screenshot from the trailer where you, saw, where you see Cloud uh, like crouching through uh, the vent. And the next screen was from outside and the Buster Sword just cleaving through the left oh side. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> that's really funny, yeah. I did have a thought, though, when they were standing there trying and thinking about going in and they had that little conversation. Mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. think, I'm like, how is he going to fit in there with that Buster yep. Sword? It's a big And vent. then he just, like, <laughs> jumps up and I guess the entrance is, like, way up high or something because he jumps up and then he's just there. Anyway, it's, ceiling, yeah. It's so ridiculous. But, it is. okay, so Square Enix, please, if you're listening, just... Spider-Man PS4 had really, really good vent uh, <laughs> gameplay traversal. Okay, I know I keep bringing it up, but it's true. The vents are more open, and you can go where you want. And it's not like I know that Spider-Man's like a superhero, and he can like crawl and he's fast and stuff. But it's just more enjoyable, 
And yes, oh, there's Cloud. items up there and stuff, but still, come on. Like, come on. Cloud is uh, kind of a superhero, too, if you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Infused with Marco and Genoa cells. Come on, he can crawl faster through the vent. The thing uh, is, is like, I'm <laughs> assuming here's us yeah. justifying their choices again. Oh, yeah, but probably, yeah. here's the reason know. why, okay? So, oh, they don't want Shinra to be able to hear them moving around above them in the vents because then they'll be found out and be taken mm. in. It's like, that's not even true because you're out, you're, you're literally out in Shinra Tower walking around talking to NPCs and they all yeah. know that you're already there anyway. Yeah. You, so what are you they going to do? You were on the news in chapter seven, seriously. <laughs> exactly. And then the people that you're <laughs> just, just talking to people, they're just talking to you. They don't know that you're a terrorist, no. a so-called terrorist, and they don't call to report you. And you're no. just in the Shinra Tower, like hanging out. Like, why aren't people calling in like calling for more troops to come and try to attack you or take you away anyway anyway yeah, yeah. especially it's... when you're uh searching for the contact uh with hey the mayor oh, I don't know what you... <laughs> yeah, you, just, you talk you to just... everyone like Everybody. directly not just walking by yeah yeah it's, anyway it's, it's uh yeah loot narrative dissonance again <laughs> or just yeah bad design i don't know it's uh it's ridiculous there's we so talk- many instances which just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. But you can make up excuses for... Yeah, you could. Like, to justify it. But, yeah. Uh, so I thought not having a jump button was fine, but I think that the aerial combat needs to be improved a lot. But obviously we'll talk about this in the next section, which is battles. Uh, I thought that the Tifa traversal part in Shinra Tower was really cool. Did you oh, like yeah, that, that part? Cool. Yeah. It was so short. Mm. There's no other traversal part with Tifa where you can actually do that a- again, right? There's no other part. No. Yeah, there's a small part with Cloud, but this that, that one's just aggravating I thought because it was of the camera. Awesome. I was like, yes, this is great. And then you get the chest and it's another weapon for her. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. this is purple so awesome. <laughs> yeah, purple paint. Woo. I yeah. was like, and yeah, the true strike ability awesome. it brings with is awesome. Oh, it's so true good. Yeah. Is, it's, oh. But then but then Love it's it. it's gone and you don't do it again. And I'm like, Yeah. It's that was fun, but why? Why? It was so short. Like, come on, they could have done more. Anyway. Man, screw that. Screw that Tifa pull up minigame. <laughs> screw you, Jules. Screw you. <laughs> screw you, Jules. Oh my god, dude. I Okay, there were so many times when I literally got 44 pull-ups and it was the same amount. And I oh, just no. and it you're, it's just it just you just fail. Yeah. Cuz you have to have more. You can't have the same. Mm-hmm. And then I do it a a bunch of times, but then I would psych myself out and I'd hit a button by accident. Yeah. And then same. she falls, she's like, ah, she's like falls <laughs> down and I'm like, Ugh. and then Jules yeah. falls off at the same time, like every single time you try to play it. And then you're like, yes, yes, you're going. And then yeah, I just kept losing. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so mad. I was mm-hmm. so mad, dude. And that was okay. That was my, my whole gameplay session in for one day. Oh, was no. just I played for like two hours I think and that's what I did. Oh boy, oh boy, because I couldn't yeah, beat it. Oh, and I was like, rough. I was like, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something that I regret. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, and his stupid face. Oh my god, I hate his yes. face. Ugh. I like him as a character, but his face is so weird. What is going I... on with his face? 
<laughs> too many, looks too like many he's got lifts. so much Botox. Yeah, and his eyebrows. Botox facelift. It's like, listen, stop tweezing your eyebrows, Jules. Okay, <laughs> his eyebrows are literally so thin, and like, it looks like he's going fast on a roller coaster. Like his face is just like pulled back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's as I said, too much, too many facelifts. It's it's strange. I loved the darts. I loved the whack a box mini game. I beat the darts in two tries. Like I just did it right away. Oh. The second try, I I just got it. I I enjoyed it. I thought that the the controls were intuitive. Oh, same, yeah. I felt like, uh, th- I guess that they would be you know up to the quality that the the other mini games were in the original. I guess we'll see because this in the original Final Fantasy Seven, like there's. What mini games do we have? I know we have the bike chase. Once. The yeah, once and well, what other mini games do we have? In the gold saucer, we have everything in the gold saucer again, so Yeah, that's coming, but I mean like in the original, only the Midgar portion of the original. Like Oh, we have this one, uh I can't remember I now, but it. not very many. Yeah, the 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 the, the squats minigame, of course. Oh yeah, the squats minigame. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. other than that, squats and G-Bike and... I think that's anything it. else? Yeah, well, I, I do think uh, the barrel minigame uh, counts as one where you have to choose which ones to throw down to save right. Aerith from the Shinra runs. I forget. I think that one should also constitute as a small minigame. Yeah, uh, kind of like uh, the Robo Hands in this game. Just yeah, a little bit more... Um, elaborate, but... <laughs> okay, so I thought yeah. the bike minigames were good. I love the ending chase of this game. It's so... It's it's very good. I thought it was good. It was annoying, but it was good, and I thought that the graphics were awesome, and I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm escaping Midgar, woo! And I'm, like, going, <laughs> and, like, I'm just slashing the crap out of this thing, and I, like, learned mm-hmm. its attack pattern, so... I died once, and then I learned it, and I like redid it again. And I was like, "No, I'm gonna do it again." And then I beat it, and it was so satisfying. I was like, "Yes, it was really awesome." And the other bike chase uh, mini game as well with Roche, mm-hmm. um, I thought was a little annoying because he shoots like lightning, and it's mm-hmm. really hard to dodge. I I dodged as much as I could. But they did reuse the lightning dodge thing, though. You notice that in the final, uh, but it was little lightning things little that bit, were on the yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I, I enjoyed that um, as well. I enjoyed that scene. There was something else that I wanted to add, but I forget now. Oh, you, you, you can add it later. <laughs> no, what did you say before this that I started talking about this? You're talking about something else. I forget. Uh, you, you meant the, ah, uh, oh, right, the, the ro- robo, robot hand minigame. <gasps> yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> so the robot hands, I... I actually didn't mind it that much and I appreciated it because we saw those things in the original, mm-hmm. but they were just there. Yeah, just and one now, that was there and finished. Yeah, exactly. And now it's like they it's it has a purpose and you're like, Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's when uh Aerith has uh like she's tied to a command. That's what the circle command was. Mm-hmm. Because remember yeah. you're like, Circle doesn't do anything, I'm like, Oh, it does. It tells her to go. Yeah. here or there or whatever and she's on and you're i'm just like swinging it around and she's like ah, ah. 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, like, is she going to fall off or something? Like, what's going to happen? Anyway, but the game does a good job of telling you, like, oh, it's probably not supposed to go over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did enjoy it. I thought it was okay, but the it was a little annoying. Yeah, same. I, I like the concept. It's really neat uh, puzzle minigame, especially because you can get two materia out of it. Yes. But uh, it was a little bit too slow. So this whole yeah. section went on yeah, for that's too long. A little that's bit. true. Yeah, but that's true. Generally, I, I like that part. It's it's pretty cool. It, uh, it also uh, developed the relationship between Cloud and Aerith really yes, well. And I think showed so that Cloud is such an adorable, awkward 16-year-old yeah. at heart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah, he was kind of in a in a coma for five years, so to speak. Not really coma, but didn't have any any development yeah. at all in five years. So he's mm-hmm. just a, a teenager, <laughs> an awkward teenager who didn't really achieve anything. So it shows. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Remember the part when the bandits like try oh, to yeah. steal your? Oh my god, that was so awesome! I was like, yeah. It was, and then you you beat him, and then you had to play dead, and even yes! tell you that they play dead, it's and so then good. you can walk over him, and then they, oh, oh, it was so good. And the uh, yeah. I thought the music was really good because it's like um, I forget it's the how oppressed. It's... Yeah, yeah, the but oppressed it's from like, the original. Yeah, it's like um, like a drum bass rendition. Or yes, something, yes, or... it's like D and B, like dance music. They or redid something like it. That. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, it's, I like, let's say, half of the track. And some instruments that come in halfway through, just, uh, I don't Yeah, like. no, I feel the same it's way. Weird. Yeah. The first half, I think, is really good. And then the second mm-hmm. half is kind of like, eh, and then it just cycles, but it repeats yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah and uh, then yes. I was annoyed with it. I think that's the point where I paused the game to go make food, too, in one oh, part. I and I okay. kept playing. Oh, kept yeah. playing. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to shut this off. Like, <laughs> But I do like that they made like EDM versions of the songs. I think that's really cool. Yeah, definitely. They they went all out in, in the music department. But that's uh, that's a later section yeah. here in this, <laughs> this talk. So what did you think about the general gameplay? Oh, yeah. So, well... We talked about much of it already, but yeah, I felt it was very linear most of the time, unless uh, we were in in one of the slums or in one of the few areas, few dungeons, like the uh, chapter six was in theory linear, but still you could go back and forth and uh, Mm -hmm. there were optional areas and stuff that was pretty cool. So, but um, on the other hand, in chapter five, when you had to run run along the rails, it was really just run along the rails. And if you yeah. wa- walk backwards, warning sign comes on, and T from Barrett says, where are you going? Yeah. Stamps this way and stuff like that. It's oh, okay, fine. I just wanted to see if there's a grinding spot like in the original. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I did the same thing where I accidentally walked too far forward because I was like, I wanted to go All back. Right. And then a cutscene started, and then the boss battle started for that area oh. down there. And I forget right, what right, it is. Right. You're you're fighting some kind of an old antique like version of one of the original battle things, enemies that you know what I'm talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about? When you're following, they have like the the um 
this the stamp spray painted on the walls and then you're finding them like yeah, underneath yeah. you're finding them in the train um tracks right and you're like going and you're finding them and stuff but the the boss at the end of the train tracks there when you go there i forget what it's right, called right right uh, the crap warden yes that's it that's it that i just mm-hmm. walked into that boss battle too soon and then there were areas that i didn't get to explore right oh, before crap. it and i was like Ugh, like I was really annoyed, and then you can't go back. You can't go back yeah, that's because true. guess what? Uh, uh, it's like a mini cutscene after at the end when it destroys and it hits a bunch of those mm-hmm. storage containers, and they fly around. And then when the boss battle's done, you, you can't just, go back anymore. Yeah. You can only go forward because you're trapped in a bunch mm-hmm. of those storage containers. Yeah, exactly. And you have to go forward. And I'm like, <sighs> like my OCD just, <laughs> just yeah. like shot through the roof. I'm like. <sighs> I probably missed yeah, something. It's, it's 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 a little bit annoying that you can't go back practically anywhere. It's just a uh, one way street, or practically all the way through. At some point, you can go back a little, but mostly it's doesn't do much anyway. But yeah, yeah. But it's not too bad because the original um, Midgar was also very very yes. linear, so yes, yes, it's yes, not yes. too bad. Um, we all already talked about the soft barriers and the mm-hmm. camera stuff, and yeah. also. I I don't think it was a huge talk before the game came out and in the demo that uh, many people missed a jump button, but I don't. I just yeah. I think this this would be unnecessary. Uh, yeah, like another button that does something that usually doesn't do anything. Yeah, of exactly. course. In Kingdom Hearts, you had a lot of platforming, you had a lot of aerial battles, and this is just not the game to do that with. So I'm completely fine with it. The yeah. original does didn't have it either. The jump uh, jumps were predetermined points, like here too. Yeah. But what I didn't like, I, I think I also know, um, noted that in the previous episode that most of those interaction points, they or all of them, they initiate on- automatically. Mm-hmm. Besides, uh, when you have to hold down triangle for opening a door or pulling a switch, that's that's another thing. But usually, it just walk against the ladder, walk against a narrow corridor and you squeeze through or you use the ladder. I would have preferred that you have to initiate everything with, with a simple press of triangle. I agree. Then you're in control. I agree. I, why do I have to why do I have to hold triangle? <laughs> why does well, that matter? That's that too, yeah. I don't know really. Why not just press it? Why not just press it? Who cares about holding it for three seconds? That does nothing. Oh, because yeah. it's a switch that opens a heavier door? Who I cares? <laughs> I'm not opening with my bare hands. Maybe that's also another loading issue because usually when you open a door with that, uh, like holding down initiates and when it's done, then actually it opens the door fully or opens something else and then it's loaded behind. So it oh my means God. Two or three seconds to load. I don't know. Come on, PS5. Yeah, but this is only one thing. The other thing is when you want to go up or down a ladder. um, Sometimes I didn't want to go down the ladder, but I was just too uh, too close and he went down anyway and uh, just had to go up again. So I want those to be initiated by pressing uh, triangle as well. That you can say, now I want to go up. Now I want to start shimming through there. Now I want to crouch underneath there, not just go. Sometimes it's, yeah, it's it's a bit, like, let's say in uh, chapter 18 in the Singularity, 
while still inside of the battle, between the battles you have to run through debris and jump over gaps. Those are good that they're um, automatically initiated because if you have to run against the edge and then press triangle, it's just uh, it doesn't doesn't feel smooth. That one's good, but usually when you're just uh, exploring, those things should be initiated with a button press and not automatically because it's I don't it feels kind of cheap and out of control kind of. But that's just my own opinion, and it's not that that much of an issue. But it's yeah, it's something I would wish that uh, the second game would or the next game would address in some way. You know what? I just thought of something. Okay, mm-hmm. so remember the the gameplay we're playing with Barrett because you yep. fall, and then it's just you're yes. Bar- you're playing with Barrett. The the game wants you to use his uh, gun to blow up the environment so you can go through mm-hmm. something. Why not just have him, why not just have that instead of going to something and shimmying through something? Why not? Okay, Barrett, now you gotta shoot this piece of rock so that <laughs> the gap goes bigger so we could just walk through it, and that would be more exciting to me. And it would take still five seconds. Than shimmying through something. That's or, true. You actually do something, yeah. Or you could use even when Barrett's not with the party, and you're all you always have cloud, and you always have magic and spells, and you always have your sword. Why not be able to slash it a bunch with the sword and slash it, and it explodes, or it goes out of the way and clears your path, or something? And the game's loading while you're doing it. Like something is more exciting than just shimmying. That's true. Past yeah. something, even you could use fire. Or like, because it's pretty much an explosion, or why not throw a grenade at it? You have grenades in your inventory. (laughs) Why not throw a grenade at it? Or something. Like, I feel like there's so many other ways that they could get past just shimmying through something, and and that's super annoying. I Anyway, I just came up with that in my head when you were talking about... They already have the gameplay mechanic in there because they already have Barrett, that part of the game when you're shooting the rock to get past Mm -hmm. it. It's already built into the game. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> but what what was also annoying, I, I loved shooting down old boxes with Barrett. Sometimes his way, his aim was way off, but yes. then you can go down there with Cloud again, and Cloud just can't reach him. It's just uh, I want to kill those those boxes again, but Cloud can't do it. Yeah, the boxes respawn for some reason because I went back, yeah. I backtracked with Barrett before I left that area, and oh, all the too. okay, all the boxes respawned, and I shot them all, and I never got anything. <laughs> so I guess no. when you get the original item out of them, they don't respawn new items inside. The boxes are just empty. I don't know. Sometimes they do. Uh, in the demo, uh, people manage to make uh, the boxes respawn and get 99 potions, 99 Moogle medals and stuff oh, just really? by going back and forth. Yeah. Oh, maybe Sometimes... I should have left it and went outside and then went back in, but I didn't go outside. I yeah. just went upstairs and then I went back down and shot yeah. them again. I, but I don't really know what causes the respawn of the random items. I don't know. There were several levels that had a layout change after a certain point, um, one that just came, uh, comes to mind is uh, the sewers. When you go there a second time, everything is different because parts of it is completely crumbled down, which means you have to take another route, which is good because just running down the same path again is boring. And I think there were 
others. All oh, right, another one is in chapter two when you were supposed to go over the debris and climb up the, the fire escape. Well, the debris cr- uh, crashes down, and then you have to take another route. Or yeah, when yeah. you're almost at the station, the highway breaks off and completely blocks you off from going there, and, and then you have to go all around the, the buildings. I'm not not quite sure if this was just, I don't know, on, on accident or by accident or just bad luck for Cloud, or that Sephiroth had kind of something to do with this because he did then uh, funnel you through a few um, alleyways. So in, in the hopes that uh, as a first to for Cloud to remember him and second uh, in hopes to that he misses Aerith there, but he didn't. Yeah. Because of course they they intervened the, the whispers, but that's for later. But yeah, that's uh, I find this pretty cool that the it's kind of a, a good way to subvert expectation. You you think, oh, that's why I need to go, and then blah, something happens. Okay, now I need to find another way, which makes sense in the in the in chapter two because everything is still unstable and can break down every uh, at any yes. moment. So it's yes. pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's something I found pretty nice at some levels. Had a few changes when you revisited revisited them, or while you were in there, that's pretty cool. And then yeah, then the mini games. <laughs> you already talked about this, uh, and I'm pretty much in agreement. My personal favorite is darts because it's it's such a, a small small mini game that's just no complication, no nothing. You just can relax and try to focus and get a good score. It's pretty cool, and also. At, at at first, you don't have man, that many tracks for the jukebox, so it starts getting annoying. But uh, at least you do have, I think, four or five tracks at this point. I think I switched it to uh, the pre- the prelude while um, throwing darts. It was pretty nice. One thing, though, that uh, was annoying is that since the jukebox is to the left... And when you have uh, headphones on, you only hear the music on the left side, and the right side is just completely silent. It's uh, it's a little weird. But yeah, yeah other than that, the yeah. darts is really good. I just want to add something because we didn't talk about the jukeboxes, right? Like, right, right. It, true, true. We completely went uh, over that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's okay because we're thinking we're going to think about things as we're talking about them. Obviously, true, true, yeah. um, some of the areas with not the, I guess some some areas that had the music discs like. Was they were playing the music that like from the disc that you end up getting? Yeah, it's playing yep. in that area. I I thought it was annoying going back to those areas and hearing it again. And sometimes if I'm in a menu and it, it's all I'm hearing yeah, on repeat, I think that they should have put a an options in the menu or something like that where you could just turn it off. Or if you don't want it to play any music it doesn't have to like and once you get that disc from that yep. person it doesn't mm-hmm. play exactly that why was my, my suggestion too yeah like yeah. why is it still playing the person gave me the disc or gave me the song and mm-hmm. why is it still playing whenever i walk through that area all the time i don't want to hear it all the time i've got it and if i want to hear it i have it now mm-hmm. i can listen to it if exactly. i want to i have it i don't want to be forced to listen to it because maybe i don't like that song 
great. You gave yeah, me the option special, to listen to it, but I don't special want next to. to the Moogle. Special next to the Moogle. This <gasps> oh my god, stupid gold saucer theme. Seriously, so annoying. And also, it... <laughs> in that small area, you can't run. Nope. They force nope. you to slow walk. Yeah. And when you walk up to the Moogle person, the little Moogle yep. kid, it's slow motion. And then you're forced <laughs> to listen to it. And I'm like, oh my god, I just want to get yeah. so far away from it. Even though, yeah. yes, it's a good rendition of the song and we have the disc it is. and the like first said, 30 seconds are awesome <laughs> you gave me the song yeah why is it still playing you gave it yeah, to it's, me it's 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 aggravating sometimes because you also have a copy like yeah, probably <laughs> why is it still playing stop playing it you gave it to me and then if i want to play it i have the option to play it i don't want to hear it all the time yeah. sometimes Especially it was louder than the npc that was talking yeah. i couldn't even hear the shopkeeper because of the friggin' song it's just like blaring next to me when i'm standing there yeah especially in sector five when this beautiful instrumental version of hollow is playing and then you walk by one of the shopkeepers and it plays uh costa del sol and then no please yeah exactly see there you you understand exactly yeah i did it for literally five seconds and now all y'all are annoyed and you're gonna unsubscribe yeah yeah unsubscribe and delete the podcast now we get banned because all of the complaints Copyright infringement. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh boy, anyway. No. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention I just wanted to mention that. That's good. That's good, it. yeah. But I must say most of uh, of the jukebox songs are really, really good. Oh yeah. Besides oh, yeah. this uh the the, the hip hop the chocobo, no, please mm-hmm. just get away with this. Yeah, <laughs> this I no, know, no, I uh, know. The Tifa's theme though. Oh this this one is just beautiful. And it created a moment, too, because you walk in and you hear it. Yeah, and then you're like, exactly. oh, I get the, this disc for the, like, any jukebox. Mm. This is awesome. So I can listen yeah. to it. Okay, that's great. I loved that moment. And then when you're playing darts, you can listen to it or whatever. Like you said, like, mm. that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. By the way, did, did you notice that the first one you hear is just uh, after leaving the train station in this, on this, this plaza with... Uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, the food stalls and yes. one had Barrett's theme playing and like the country mm-hmm. uh, country song rendition or something like that. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Right at the beginning, you can't hear it at the start, but some t- but if you keep listening, uh, the melody of his theme is uh, audible. It's it's really nice. Yeah, exactly. Also, what I what I noticed most of those um, most of those discs were really well placed. For example. Uh, Descendant of Shinobi, uh, Yuffie's theme, plays exactly at the spot where later Johnny gets his wallet stolen. Mm-hmm. Yuffie steals materia, so <laughs> it's, it fits. Exactly. So many, so many um, locations of jukebox songs fit extremely well. Also, the, the Let's the Battles Begin version, right before you fight the ghosts in the train graveyard. That one's pretty cool, too. And Fight On, the boss battle uh, music, which you get in in the Colosseum, which is also full of battles, or and fight on make makes really sense. So yes. uh, it's it's really cool. It's really cool. There was one side mission though where you had to get the discs because the little girl I forget her name. Oh yeah, Betty. She, yeah, Betty. She asks you to yeah. do it, and you're like, yeah, absolutely. So then there's like four people standing next to her with mm-hmm. with quest markers above their heads, and I found two out of four of the discs, and I went back to the people and I talked to them. 
and they mm-hmm. were like, oh, they just said the same thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why do they have markers above their head? I'm trying to give them the song or whatever. I didn't even know that I had to give them back to Betty. Uh, I just thought that I see. it was just yeah. going to do it automatically. No. <laughs> At first, I thought we have to find out which song it was. And then yes, I just that's what I thought one too. I just went through the whole playlist and she said always the same. And, oh. Yeah, and I went to the jukebox too because I because mm. I went to the jukebox to maybe play the song because I had to play yeah, it or exactly. something like that. But it didn't. Oh, it didn't. Wasn't there. But it was no. because I had to talk to Betty and I didn't see her there because she's so short. And then I couldn't. <laughs> I didn't see her. And I was just like looking around. I'm like, what am I supposed to do for the side quest, man? Like I've got these yeah. discs. I don't know what to do. Anyway. Yeah. The- the problem is uh, you need to have the, the specific songs and some of them you don't have yet. And if you have them, they do show a quest marker in the song selection list. So you know which one to pick. Yes. At, at least that. But I you noticed need to that find after. the songs first. Yeah, yeah, me too. At first I went through, I don't know, maybe 10, 10 or so songs until I gave up and said, no, not, not anymore. I don't want to hear talk again, Betty. Just stop. Exactly. <laughs> and the people puking in the bathroom, I'm like, why are there yeah. so many sick people in this town? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The people in the alleyways, too, blocking the chests. I couldn't yeah. even get through. I was just like... Ah, this was aggra- aggravating. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, you, you, I'm going to let you go. And I'm like, excuse me? You don't know who you're dealing with. Like, I just want to slash their faces <laughs> yeah, off so exactly. I can get back there. But, oh, no, you're not allowed to go back there because you yeah, have, have to wait. wait because you're not allowed to have those two bottles of ether. Yeah, exactly. They're for later only. Exactly, until <laughs> later. You can't have them now. You cannot yeah. have them now. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird. So, some choices are really weird, but I don't know. Maybe it's, 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 this is the charm of Final Fantasy VII. Just weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my god, yeah. Also, the, 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 the broken uh, broken computer in this, this item shop, or whatever that was, just right near the... The exit yeah. or the south entrance. Yeah, I really loved loved its inclusion. It's there in the original. It doesn't make any sense. At least you could go back there and sit, fixes it, and then you get the the premium heart, Tifa's last weapon. Or yes, final weapon. I thought that that was uh, we were going to be able to fix it and use it like same yeah. at some point, but you can't. Nothing. No, it's, it's just this, there. Yeah, it's it's there in the night and it's broken, and by day it's just closed. Ugh. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> It's just there for nostalgia. <laughs> it would have been cool, though, if they could fix it. I know that it's just, even if it's not Sid that fixes it and you don't get the weapon, like, it would just be something else. Like, do you know what I mean? They could have mm, done something yeah. with it. Uh, it was a bit, little bit disappointed, but oh well. Yeah, Maybe no, in, okay. in the last part when we go back to, to Midgar, yeah. we are able to maybe... Maybe. Uh, sneak into some sectors or something and just uh, look how everything is going there. I don't know. But I don't think... I Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, exactly. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, we were still at the minigames. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tangent. But yeah. Um, like you, I love the G-Bike uh, sections. I was uh, kind of hoping for more of them, like uh, a recurring minigame, like the uh, um, gummy ship missions in Kingdom Hearts or something like that, where you had the ability to go through multiple times, even have missions, uh, time attack, whatever. It would have been pretty cool. But yeah, yeah, alas. (laughs) At least twice. Like, first time to 
kind of get to know the mechanics and what was possible and uh, what was there and what you could expect. And Roche was pretty not a pretty dope fight. And then at at the end, uh, it was like the same but more epic. <laughs> yes, but exactly. I must, but I must say, in the escape from Shinra HQ, it was the enemies had so much health. It was it was just whacking and whacking and whacking and whacking. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it went on for a bit, little bit too long. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about the last, like the escape? Yeah, the, the second one. Yeah, the first yeah. one was good. Yeah. The second one, it's like you had to attack it and attack it so that the stagger bar would go yeah, up, exactly. right? And yeah. then it went, like, really high, and then it would, like, diminish slower the more, like, pressured it is or whatever it is. But uh, we're going to talk about characters after, like, obviously, like, Roche or whatever. As a character, too, like, maybe it was Roche driving the thing. Like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But no, it it did, it did look like an autonomous uh, weapon, so... Like a robot, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is also it's it had uh its um, behavior cycle like it was doing the same thing over That's and over, yeah. the same cycle, and you had to go through it like four or five times. It was just too much, like too long. It was just uh, repeat and re- rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and uh, I think. I died the first time. It had like uh, a millimeter yeah. of life, yeah, life left, and then I died. And now, come on, please, not everything again. Yeah, least, guess uh, what? Could... That was me too. But I drove yeah. into one of the electric things on the ground. Uh, yeah, same. But I also completely forgot to block. So when he uh, we started the machine gun, uh, firing a machine gun at me, I just constantly lost uh, life. And at the end, I accidentally was too close when he uh, uh, shot off flame. his beam. Yeah, oh, okay. Not the flame, the beam. Okay. Uh, just on one side. And this uh, takes off quite a lot of health, and I died, and yeah. Yeah, also, though, you you need, like, the camera uh, angle Yeah, changes. the camera too, yeah. So you can mm-hmm. look, so you're looking at the wheels because you're attacking the wheels, right? So it's like mm-hmm. the camera kind of goes down and angled diagonally, like, upwards. So you're not looking forward to see if there's any electrical things coming no. in the distance or whatever. Like, I was just attacking it, and then I drove yeah. into an electrical thing and died, so... Also, the, when the camera changes, the control changes too. So it's to, to actually get, uh, getting close to the the wheels was sometimes first a little bit of a slog because even if you accelerate, you're not really getting any faster much. So it's, uh, it didn't really feel good. It feel, felt like uh, it's getting closer, getting closer. Okay, now slash, slash, slash. Yeah, exactly. Okay, g- break again to go go away because it stamps down with the with the wheels, then rinse and repeat, and it's, uh, just didn't didn't really feel that fluid i must say i loved it though i loved the i i just loved the part and i loved having everybody else in that little tiny truck thing yeah of course that was that is hilarious it's so good i was just like yes and then and then red just like gave you hp like just like oh thank you (laughs) yeah yeah he's like i think you need this or something like that and i'm just like like yes Yes, I do. Yes, I need this. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah, I think the second time I uh, when I beat Motorball uh, took me seven and a half minutes or something like that. It's, in my opinion, if you know what you're doing, it's too long for just a portion of the whole escape. It it was epic and I really liked it, but it's half half the health for all of of the enemies would have been enough, I think. 
But yeah. Enough yeah. of this. Yeah. Let's go back to the pull-ups. <laughs> it would have been cool to for it to have different attacks than just yeah, that's what true. it had. Like, what about different if faces. it like, uh, you know, transformed its wheels inside of itself, and then it like propelled and started flying or something. I know. And yeah. then Cloud is like on his bike, but he's gotta like jump off of it to attack it in the air. I don't know. It just could have yeah. been a little bit more interesting. Just- just sw- switch up the moveset a little bit because it's just the same cycle yeah. over and over and over again. Because you're like slash, slash, yeah. slash on the right, yeah. slash, slash, slash on the left, press the brake, the flame yeah. thing, zoom in exactly. again, slash, 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 like... Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. That's It doesn't didn't have any faces like the other Yeah, and you couldn't bosses. use uh, magic on it. Nope. Right? You couldn't use any of your special attacks you just have this one triangle attack that mm-hmm. you can use yeah which takes ages to load <laughs> yeah yeah all right uh next squats and pull-ups i really love l- like the squats uh was uh, I, yeah i i botched it a little bit against jay against the second one but um other than that i, I think it's it's really solid it's pretty good you just have to Look at uh, Cloud's animation and then just um, keep going at uh, the same pace and don't get too cocky and then it will go fine. But yeah, the pull-ups, it's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. You hated them, understandably, so. No, I uh, enjoyed it. I just hated oh, okay. how it was so ridiculous yeah yeah and also i heard i read a bunch of other things like talking about like online people being like oh like screw you jules like i beat you finally (laughs) it took me hours and hours and i was just like what it's not that hard come on like i beat the other difficulties and i'm doing it and Mm -hmm. then it was so much harder and i'm like okay okay i i know like what these people are talking about but it's just that last one was annoying and just jules how he looked and he was just like a just so smug looking with his little eyebrows <laughs> and i was like yeah. the thing is you what i noticed is you just need concentration yes if you don't have concentration you're screwed completely and also i was nervous though so my fingers were kind of trembling a little and right, then I right, might, right, like, yeah. oh god I, like, I accidentally hit another button yeah. and i didn't mean to yeah. and then she's like yeah, ah, and she just falls off yeah. and like and then when you get back on it takes you have to it has to speed up again like you have to get back into where it speeds up it's slow it's not like you get on it is yeah it's like like it's like Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's so slow and i'm like oh my god i'm so gonna lose oh sometimes i would actually just press pause and then it would go retry i wouldn't even let it end i would just be like oh no i gotta redo it i gotta redo it because i know i'm gonna lose yeah, that's that's what I did with darts because uh, when I noticed, okay, I'm uh, six darts in, I and I can't beat it with the next shot, so okay, restart. Yeah, but then the load in time. time is longer than it would have yeah. been just for you to feel it. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, now the pull-ups, I messed up a few times, but I think it was about the same as uh, the, the squats. I lost two times against uh, Jules and succeeded the, th- the third time. Because I really, I, I was just tunnel vision, focus, I didn't didn't say a word. I just looked at Tifa's um, movements and, and 
the first time, the first few times or the first few cycles, it shows you the button layout and the the order of the buttons you have to press. And then I just internalize them in my mind and uh, like the kind of burned yes. the movement of the of my thumb into mm-hmm. my brain. Yeah. So then I can just keep keep this going in the in the movements along the movements of Tifa, and then it worked out beautifully. Yeah, but then sometimes she gets exhausted and you have to press the same button like six times, I think. But I didn't know how many, like I would just do it and then it would just quickly go to the next one. But then I would Mm -hmm. accidentally press one too many times. Yeah. Like I think it's six (laughs) times. And then I, and then she would fall and I'm like, I'm so (sighs) mad right now. Yeah. I'm so mad. That has happened to me too, once or twice. And then I, I noticed how, how long I, I didn't really count how many times you have to, press it same i just press it and uh, and look at the 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 circle the segment thingy until it's uh full and then just release and keep going it's uh yeah if if you just keep concentration and don't pay attention to anything around you and anything in the big game then it works out otherwise it's it's hell (laughs) well not everybody is as good as you at playing pull-ups okay viz yeah, that's true. Also, I'm I'm really good. I was really good at uh, Guitar Hero and other rhythm games. Maybe uh, some of you guys listening remember Guitar Man on the PS2. Oh my god! This was also like a, a, a button, yeah, r- r- button r- uh, masher rhythm game. I loved it. It was, but on hard on hard difficulty, it was really hard at times. And but I went through it, and I think this experience. Uh, was a big positive, big advantage for me for this one here. So who knew, right? Who knew, like, yeah. <laughs> all those years playing that game was really yeah. secretly preparing you for the pull-up minigame in the remake? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, Whack-A-Box, in theory, it's a really cool game, but it's so easy to to miss with certain attacks and if if you don't have the right um weapon equipped and use the right uh attacks because you can only use the attack at um assigned to the equipped weapon you can't use everything so we have to be conscious about which weapon to equip i started off with the nail bat this is just not no. not a good choice no, no. it's it's I, I did one round with the nail bat, and I agree. I did it one time with the nail bat and was like, I nope. can't use this weapon. <laughs> I can use any other weapon. And then I wasn't yeah. sure if you had to do it with the nail bat because the kid just no, no. gave you the nail bat. So That's I'm like, true, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought I had to use it, but you don't. You can use any weapon. And I used, I think, uh, ATB assist or something, and I used something else. So it was like, yep. oh, first strike or something. So you had, I had mm-hmm. to, I had full ATB when I, when you go into At it. start, yeah, yeah, right, right. And then I could use Braver uh, twice on the two 1500 mm-hmm. ones that are there to block, that were blocking you. Yeah, And then exactly. there's, I would go around and get the extra time ones mm-hmm. first. And then I would try to do the super large ones. And then, but, but yeah, no, I, same thing with me. I, I used the nail bat and I was like, okay, this yeah. is not going to do it. Yeah, exactly. And then I, I stopped playing because the episode was, was through anyway, mm-hmm. because I tried not to go over one hour per episode. And then I would talk to my roommate and he just told me, use triple slash. That's all you need. And then I used triple slash oh, and went much used? better. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I use braver also because you can use braver anyway. 
Yeah, the yeah. Braver and the one assigned to the weapon. Yeah. So and triple slash is pretty good. I didn't try triple slash on it. I tried braver, but I made sure that I positioned myself like right in the middle of the two because if you yeah exactly if you go in the middle and you use braver, it actually gets rid of both of the fifteen hundred yeah point exactly. uh, boxes. And I'm like, sweet. So you're getting two instead of just killing one of them, right? Mm. But uh, yeah, I really enjoy that. Um, I just want to add as well, uh, I don't know if you were disappointed, but I was kind of disappointed that the pinball machines in the seventh heaven yeah. weren't actually games. Same. And they were Same. just props. <laughs> and I was thinking like, oh, guys, we're going to get pinball, which would have been Yay. so sick. It, it would have been, been awesome. so cool. Yeah. Even if they just put it, even just like, hear me out, okay? Even if they put like a uh, arcade game, like an arcade joystick game thing in there. And it was oh, like, I see, yeah. and, it, and you can go up to it and it was like the original G bike from the original Final Fantasy seven. Oh yeah. That would have been awesome. <laughs> like retro graphics. And you're just replaying that mini game, but inside of this arcade cabinet that's in the yeah. remake, something I was like actually that. Waiting for this in, and in you Walmart. can choose. Yeah, and you could choose maybe which minigame you want to play from the original even. Like, maybe yeah. they've got, like, skiing, and you could just choose it from, or unlock them after you get a certain... Come on! What is happening? Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> the data that it would cost you to add that in is not that much, man. Like, no, those no. games are megabits, not even, like, <laughs> yeah. when we're thinking Let's... about data, like... Do you know what I'm saying? And also, yeah, also, I'm also disappointed that you could not take the elevator down into their secret hideout. And I know yeah, that we same, talked about this same. before, and you were like, well, you know, he's, they explain it because he's not accepted by the group. It's like, I don't care. I don't care. At least, okay, you're going down to have a conversation, but maybe I can get on it. And I'm like, oh, I saw the little button that they pressed. I go down there. And when I go down there, maybe there's a chest or some kind of item mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, and sure. they're like, what are you doing down here? You know, like it's Barrett or something. And then yeah. you're like, oh God, okay. And then you go back up. Like, why that, not? That, that would have been awesome. Yeah. Why not? Maybe maybe they even planned that, but it, had, it was such a low priority that they had to cut it out probably. Because they also said well, they would have had to had... build a basement, though. In yeah. they yeah. probably didn't want to have because everything is above land, except when you're going into the sewers and stuff underneath. Mm-hmm. But maybe they just didn't want to create the spatial part of having something in the basement. I don't, I know, don't know how it works, like you know, coding and stuff like that. But I'm yeah, sure it shouldn't be that much of a problem anyway. Oh, okay. But, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's because they they run out of out of time and didn't have the capacity to do this too probably because this this was also they've already I, got i'd say a, i'd say a big part of the original too they've uh, at least already into... got an elevator uh mechanic though yeah they've already got assets problem. where it's like uh mm. they've got like these metal looking doors and they've got the metal like walls and stuff or cement walls they've already got assets man like could have just done it i honestly think that it was an oversight and i i think that it they should have done it because it was in the original in this part and i know yeah. it's not the original i know that but that was memorable for me because mm. you do go to, down there like because you can go down there because they do go down first and then you're like oh and then you go down there like why not and then maybe there's a chest or maybe there's something just to give you a reward for you know exploring and also 
kind of going back to the original, like just being like, haha, like <laughs> we remember that this was there and it's not there. And I get their explanation. No, okay, Cloud isn't like accepted into the group yet and because he's a merc and blah blah blah. Like I get all that. And they did a good explain like explanation of the reason why. Like I understand yep. that's fine, but I think they could have still added it as like an Easter egg. And if you're listening, Square Enix, arcade cabinet with all the old minigames from the original. Hello. Come in on. the gold saucer, please. In the, <laughs> in the gold saucer. Or if you're still going to have the same environment, if we're going back to Midgar at the end of part three or whatever, hello, put it in there. What are you doing? Yep. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, that would, that, that would be so so sick. Even <laughs> so Uncharted cool. had like... Yeah. Crash Bandicoot in that game. What are you doing? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I do have an idea, though, why they didn't let you down into Avalanche's uh, hideout or HQ. The thing is, um, the game makes a point in that certain um, certain events kind of transpire similarly, but different. And if they deviate too differently, the whispers show up. But there's there's kind of a middle thing, and then you you notice that things start to transpire differently, and certain things are different, certain um, certain discussions or certain dialogues are different, even if they're actually practically exactly the same as in the original. Some parts are different, and that should give you a clue as to what the hell is going on in yeah, this game. Yeah, and this yeah. is probably also one of those that. Uh, they don't allow Cloud down there because it's not meant in this remake to actually show you, no, it's different. It is the, um, We make a point about it being different. Also, I, I'm not quite sure exactly in which scene it was, but there was a scene in uh, in the seventh heaven when you saw, like, just above, there were, the camera was in the corner just above the, um, the, 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 the darts, dartboard, and you saw everyone from above, and one of the whispers just flew by. Flew by there. Uh, this could also be uh, maybe connected to this because Cloud was meant to go down there, but he wasn't. And they were just looking there and looming over there and just being there in case something too egregious happened. Maybe something about something like mm, that. I don't know. Okay. I didn't so this recognize just... that. I didn't see that. I, I'm playing oh, okay. through it again, so... Yeah, you need, you need to... Uh, I I can't remember where exactly it is. I think it's... Maybe it's already in Chapter 4? No. No, yeah. I think it's, it's still in Chapter 3. Uh, I, I, need, I need to check my footage, but I know there's uh, there's a short scene when you've... Uh, the camera is above everyone else. Jesse's in there, Barrett's in there. Yeah. And then a, a whisper fl- flies by. Maybe it's even there to foreshadow something is about to, is going to happen with Jess- Jesse later, and it does because at the end of chapter four, the whispers show up and re- uh, wreak havoc, and Jesse hurts her leg and stuff like, like if that. They're, so, yeah. If they're there to preserve like the original story of mm-hmm. the original game, then like if I if I went down there on my original playthrough of the original, mm-hmm. then they should have just allowed that. Theoretically, but as I understand it, they only need the like the overall arc, the overall chain of events to stay the same. S- several 
um, smaller events between or deviations aren't really that important if the next big event still happens the same. That's why that's why there's there's so much difference and they didn't inter- intervene there. So that's my theory about what's uh, going on there in terms of changes or at least one part of the foundation of the big theory i I should say yeah i just don't think that that though would have had that big of a i think they could have done it i just think that they could have sure they could have yeah didn't like just i mean that room's so small down there it's just a little tiny like it's do you know what i mean like for them to just make that and put it there but you can also play the pinball game as well like, it would have been a yeah, game that, that was... you could play, or maybe you play it and then unlock a button, and then you press it, and you can go down there. I don't know. Anyway, it would have been really cool, but... Yeah, anyway. sure, sure. So, we are moving on to our battle section here. So, I thought the battle yep. system was incredible. I thought that it was probably the best part of the game for me. I... Like, every time the game sets you up for a battle it's really exciting every time it kind of just lets you loose and you're like okay and then you can finally get down and just really play with the system i loved it uh it really does push you to use each character um because they all have different play styles and they all have different abilities that have their own importance in battle so like for example, Tifa, she's battling, she's she, you know punching, and she's really putting up like the pressure bar and the stagger yep. system because she really is good at dishing out damage really quickly mm-hmm. and increasing the stagger bar so that it it like goes down slower. Basically, that's the whole point, right? Uh, I I think it's just the damage. The damage is just uh, higher because the percentage uh, increases, which is uh, the damage. Modifier. I think the stagger bar itself, the the, the is the, it the damage? The speed is, it, I it thought is that damage, it was yeah. like in thirteen. I thought it was like thirteen because in thirteen, what you do is you stagger it, but it has a stagger bar, and then you just yep. continuously use these special abilities, and it actually makes the stagger bar go down slower the higher the percentage. I thought it was the same thing. Um, in not it's it's not tied to the percentage but and the in, highest uh, was 300 anyway i in, just assumed that yeah. that's what i was actually doing when i was playing the game i didn't oh, read I any of the menus i don't even think it even <laughs> explains that does it explain oh, that i uh it it i think you have to find of... it in a menu though i think you have to go to options yeah, and then you go to gameplay or something and that. it actually explains it but it also th- explains it in the description of some some of the abilities uh, of Tifa. It says it uh, increases uh, stagger bar damage or stagger percentage or something like that. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. So uh, I was wrong, I guess, because I didn't know (laughs) and I didn't read it, but I thought that it was doing that. But anyway, she's amazing in in battle. She is. And they all have their own unique abilities that make them amazing and makes you want to change to them in battle. It makes it fun to change yep. to them and use their different abilities that they have, like depending on the situation, like that was, that's awesome. Like anything like that for me is just like the icing on the cake, right? Because this is what we wanted. I don't know about anybody else, but this is what I wanted. Like I wanted this in 15. I wanted to be able to use each one like character in battle. And then they added that after because people complained about it. But like, 
that wasn't the real thing. Like, this is what we're getting. You can switch to any character in battle. They each have their own ATB bars. They have their own abilities. You can choose what you want to do if you want to spend it for a special ability or if you want to spend it using uh, uh, magic or spell, use an item, whatever. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And uh, the customization for the weapons and the weapon upgrade system I really appreciated as well because in the original, this is where I think there were flaws in the system where you would get, like, obviously you started with the Buster Sword, you can't upgrade it. It, like, doesn't have eight uh, material nope. slots in it, you know? So after a while, it's like, you don't even use it. You don't even use it. So they did a really great job. So each they updated each weapon so that each one has its own bonuses. And yes, mm-hmm. they have their own abilities that, yes, you all get 100% proficiency so that you can use those in any weapon equipped, doesn't matter. But just to be able to add, okay, so for example, like Mithril Saber obviously has higher attack damage if you want to go with like kind of a mage build with Cloud where you're going to yeah. use more magic than physical attack. Did you have exactly. that option? You can max out the magic plus four magic attack plus 14 like you can choose those right away if you want in, with your mm-hmm. ap instead of if it's i don't even know if it's i think it's sp i don't even think it's ap for your weapons i forget what it is uh S- sp you gain it by leveling up yeah or i said by AP, but ap is for materia but yep yep anyway but it i just loved it i loved that people people i've read things online that said that the weapon upgrade system was just pointless and like all these menus and i was like what what are you talking about <laughs> each character only has six weapons it's not mm-hmm. like you have an inventory that's overloaded with weapons and you don't know which one to pick and there's so much text to read through for each weapon and blah 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 like nah. i liked it i thought it was awesome i thought it was amazing and then you can pick and choose which weapon better suits the enemy. But the thing is, is like you go into a battle, you don't know what that enemy is is uh, nope. weak to until you use assess materia, and then you your current build is probably <laughs> how many times? Okay, I don't know about you, but how many times was I in battle and I didn't get to go to the menu before the battle happened, mm-hmm. and I was using fire elemental uh, materia on my weapon, but they were resistant resistant to yep. fire and it was like I, I just continuously doing reduced damage and i'm like yeah and this is something that easy allies were talking about on the video too when i watched the max dude video with easy allies and they said they're they must have some kind of a system where you can go to the menu before and they do only in certain cutscenes where you see a little mm-hmm. tiny square icon in the left bottom corner yep. as a cutscene you press menu and you hold it that means the menu will it'll show you the game menu so you can make adjustments to your build before you battle but not all of every cutscene has that and not every single battle has that you just have to make sure that you do it before but there were some times when i was like oh god like i just want to click um restart from last battle or something so i can yeah, just I change did that a few my times. build i didn't i just said screw it and i just played <laughs> i just attacked with reduced damage but i made sure yeah. that i was using spells that they were weak to so if they were weak to electric weak to electric but resistant to fire okay whatever i'm attacking with less attack damage but the attack damage i was doing just from regular attack moves was so low anyway i didn't really care it was just about like Mm. gaining the atb bars but it was kind of annoying to me to see reduced 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 definitely popping up instead of weakness 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 and i was just (laughs) like yeah 
sorry, and a few other things. Red 13 is my bae. Red 13, <laughs> Nanaki, he doesn't tell his real name. Yep. But that'll come later, and I'm so, mm-hmm. it's going to be so paid off when we get that part. But anyway, oh my God, soft spot, like so good, so good. And actually perfect. useful in battle, but it sucks that you can't control him. But yeah. apparently there's some kind of bug or some kind of like workaround so you can actually, I don't know if it's real or not. You can, uh, I think it's safe edits or something like that. You can safe break the editing. game so that you can use yeah. them or something. But uh, super cool loved that character and his attacks too because he actually ends up staggering most of the enemies that he attacks even though it takes a long time for him to use his special ability that he has like he does regular attacks but then he does this one where he actually like goes around them in a circle Hmm. i forget what the name of it is when it comes up but multiple times i was actually fighting and he did end up using it and it's like instant staggers them Okay, interesting. I, I didn't really see that because I was so preoccupied with uh, my other three characters. Didn't really see what he was doing. <laughs> I forget what the name of it is, but uh, it's like an instant stagger. But I guess that's yeah. just so to help you to be more helpful in battle because you can't use him. Like when we play maybe, as yeah. him, maybe in the party later, it's not going to be that way. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, of it's course, just not, because yeah. they're trying to make him more useful. I loved yeah. every time that you would use him to like traverse and press the little lever down too that he would be like <laughs> yeah. you'd send him across yeah, yeah. and he'd look his animation like, is awesome yeah it's so good and then he like he kind of stands and he like looks around and then he runs back and he's like it doesn't appear to be a lever over there and i was like <laughs> i'm so sorry for sending you over there for nothing <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> well one time i saw there was a chest on the other side but no lever I thought well Okay, right. Go over there and oh, that would um, have been cool if he could go and get, get it the chest. For you. But no, there's no uh, lever over there. But it's yeah. a chest. Give me the chest, please. <laughs> that would have been really cool. Oh boy, yeah. Those dumb whack-a-mole things. Ah. Uh, come on, come yeah, on! This... Like so annoying. It wasn't even a mini game. They could have made this a mini game, but it was a battle. <laughs> yeah, those those killed me the first time hard. Same. I don't know. I didn't stand any chance the first time. Same here, oh, same here. Yeah. I had to change my loadout. Like, I yeah, changed same. my... Uh, so I think yeah. that I put, I put like, elemental material on my... Yeah. Um, with lightning on my, um, on my uh, armor so that I yeah. was resistant I to electric and, or mm. lightning attacks. Yeah. And then I... I don't know if I put a lightning on my weapon, but I just so I can... I'm not sure what I did. I don't think it works that way. I wanted to ask you about that too. Can you do, can you put like, uh, if you have two elemental materials, can you put like elemental lightning, elemental fire on your weapon and you have both? Uh, no. Doesn't it only work. does you one, even, right? You even see it in the menu that only the first one is li- uh, lights up and the second one just stays normal yeah, as if you have it. I swear to God, it. I saw a video of somebody playing and it looked like Cloud's weapon had lightning coming off it and fire on it at the same time. And huh? I was like, yeah, I can't remember. It was on Twitter. Okay. And I was like, I was like, what did I? Maybe it was a hacked, it hacked save. Oh, uh, maybe. Because it maybe didn't so. work for me. Like, it didn't work. I couldn't. I no, couldn't... no, it doesn't work. It's just one. Uh, I'm not sure about about the um, the armor, though. Maybe it works in the armor. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not because sure. Because there's, there's one, one single accessory that has two linked slots. Right. 
That's true. I never, I don't think I used that one. I used, I forget what my bangle that I have, or I don't know what it's called now, but it has. Superior something and the cock something. Yeah, I'm using the cog one where it's one, there's one linked and then I think there's one single or two single. Exactly. And one single. Yeah, I use that. I didn't even use the other ones that don't give any boost. Like, for example, like one of them had four materia slots. I think it was four single materia yeah. slots, but it doesn't give you any stat boosts or anything. Yeah, exactly. I didn't even didn't bother use using anyway. those. Yeah. So some of those things too, like especially the armor, I feel like they could have done a better job with that, with that, like making them more useful. Because I had so many bangles and different armor pieces mm. that i didn't even use i never used bulletproof vest i never used uh, the the wind scarf thing that makes your atb a little Not? i never used that no okay well those are accessories right that's what i mean yes. i never used those because i felt huh. like i wanted to use supernatural wrist guards which gives me 10 percent strength like, i see okay okay yeah some of the stuff I just felt like maybe I'll use it on hard mode because it's, the benefits will pay off. But in the normal playthrough, it's like the game, I didn't need to use those things anyway. No, in normal playthrough, it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. But uh, if you have uh, the, the Whirlwind Scarf, however it's called, and the uh, maxed out first strike material, I have instant two bars full at the start of the battle. Yeah, I have That's first strike cool. max, and I also have the ATB boost max, though, too, when you press uh, L1 and L2, oh, I right, think. Right, I have right. that maxed. Yeah. Plus, I have. Uh, something else maxed where i don't know if this is it or not i forget maybe it's a it's an item anyway but it's like when you use three when you use your atb uh commands in quick succession it actually refills your atb bar or something like yeah that. that's uh, the, for, for, the one is um atb uh i, for, I forgot the name but there, there are two materia one is is when you use i think uh one ability twice in a row it okay. fills fills the stagger bar of your allies, I think. Oh, is it? And the, okay. uh, the other the other one is a skill master when you have to use three different abilities uh, uh, in a quick succession. I think that it also refills something. I I didn't really use those yeah. that much. I didn't use those either. I I did end up using the uh one that gives you it, your using ATB charges um fills your limit break uh bar. Oh right, that. right, yeah. I use that closer to the end and also on hard, I think. But anyway, so I loved the battle system. My only gripe is aerial combat needs to be better. Yep, same. <laughs> I mean, like, as Cloud, like, I'm in the sky and I'm attacking them because he jumps up and attacks them, but I can't use, like, triple slash while flying in the air. No. It's very limited. Why not? It would have been awesome if you could use, if you could do triple slash and there's, let's say, there's three drakes flying around. You can just, you go to one, you go to the other, but, like, why not? I know that it's at, you have to add more... Animations, yeah. Animations and and coding and just, I understand. But, I mean, if you went to the point where Cloud can jump and slash, then why not just add that? I I can understand if it's not braver, though, because it's the animation where he, it would be kind of weird. But maybe they can develop it where, yeah, okay, he can use braver, but it smashes the flying enemy to the ground. And then they're stuck there Mm -hmm. and you can attack them on the ground before they take flight again or something like. Anyway, that's the only thing really gripes that I had. They need need to improve, improve on that. Definitely. Yeah. 
maybe Cloud could could have a specific ability to bring those flyers down, like something where he jumps up the to materia. them and then whack him. Why not have or a materia, the, yeah. like reach materia? Yeah, or just he he, he's, he's, uh, he slashes his his normal combo on the ground, but uh, it it shoots like shockwaves against the enemy or something. Isn't like the, there a the... materia in the original game that allows you to? Long range materia. Yeah. yeah. Why not something like that and call it reach so that you can reach yeah. those enemies and therefore now you can attack them flying or like you said, it does something where Yeah, it's just shockwaves or something. You can use it and it yeah, like a shockwave, mm-hmm. it hits them, or maybe it stuns them and they fall to the ground. Or something. And then like you that. can yeah, attack they're, they're... them because they're not flying anymore, because they're disabled. There are options, of course, but that's why why there are more games where they can improve on the on things, and I, th- I think it's it was a good move to bring us a solid game which has a solid foundation. Maybe not everything is yes, perfect. I Maybe agree. everything I agree. is. Uh... Yeah. What about the Cerulean Drake? Uh, just wanted to get your thoughts oh, on that yeah, because, right. like, I mean, <laughs> you jump in and you attack, but if you try to do that, it just uses uh, icy aura or whatever on you, yeah. and then you just get hit with Blizzard. Like, you can't even attack it really with regular normal attacks because you just get hit and fall down. So I just use basically use magic on it. Yeah, maybe that's that's what that, what you need to do. I don't know, but it's it was difficult it's because weird. whenever I would jump up to attack them it would just smash me with like ice and then mm. you just get disabled and fall to the ground and tifa as well so i yeah. was just like i just use barrett to shoot and i use magic but the thing is is that you have to use regular attacks to charge your atb bar yeah like how many of those enemies true, that yeah. had shields that i couldn't attack because i needed to charge my atb bar but yeah. i couldn't <laughs> attack because you can't you have to get around them and then Mm. But I couldn't because I honestly, honestly, I just ran around. I ran away from them in circles yeah, until my ATB bar charged, and then I used Although, fire. Uh, when you're quick enough, or when you wait until they start to make a move, it just uh, dodge away and go behind them, and just then you can whack them. Or yes, or you can also. It doesn't work with all or against all attacks, but just uh, go into punish mode stance and hold R one then just counter them and then they fall down pretty easily or use magic attack and then they stumble and then go in there are many many different things you can do but sometimes it's yeah i don't know i did i did make many mistakes in all those battles too so and in hindsight i should have done this i should have done that i can do this this way and yeah i didn't uh (laughs) i i think i might have only have like maybe uh use that what is it called like um like a counter stance yeah no i i did use that that's a really good ability but i yeah, use that later cool, yeah. in the game but the other one where you said you switched to punisher mode what's that called mm-hmm. uh, i'm not sure how it's called but it switched to punisher mode and they just effectively block and it's yeah. more like a wait for uh, i think for i only ended up yeah. doing that one time throughout the whole playthrough uh, by okay. accident. I think that I actually huh. reflected some attack or I parried or something, but there is, isn't there a parry materia? Even there is, or something yeah. like that too. So like, I didn't feel like this was the kind of game that I had to do that with. Bloodborne, okay, that's different. You really mm. have to watch the enemy tag and then you can reflect it because you press like a button, I forget what they call it, and then you stagger them and you can attack them more because it leaves them open. But this game is more like action. I didn't feel like I needed to 
No, but in in certain instances, in certain instances, it uh, makes the battles more fun and easier to maybe uh, block the attacks. I I saw, I watched uh, Max Dude's playthrough or finished watching his playthrough yesterday, and against Sephiroth at the end, and he used parry materia, and I think. Sephiroth used uh, the, this telleric or however it's called mm-hmm. slash or however, and I think he used this this parry dodge hybrid thing. You have to press, uh, you have to uh, block with R one and then press circle and then Cloud makes kind of uh, a wheel of sorts yes, to the yes. side and slashes yeah. with the sword. And when you do this while he slashes, it really hits stuns him for a, for a second. So okay. you do actually parry stuff. So it's but you have to know against which attacks this one yeah. this one is uh, effective. I used counter stance or whatever it's called on Sephiroth. Yeah. And Rufus. I, I complete <laughs> I, I kept forgetting about this one constantly. I don't know why. And also there's another there's a Tifa one that's kind of similar. I think it's called first not first strike, but it's force strike or something, where she kinda uh, waits there... and then she Anyway, I I used it a, a lot and it worked really well. But yeah, I need to go back and replay it on when I'm replaying it on hard mode. I'm gonna try to like try mm-hmm. to parry more and actually like block. I did block a lot, but I just didn't block at the moment that somebody was gonna yeah. hit me. I never tried yeah. to really just block when somebody's gonna kick me, or I didn't do that. Like I blocked a lot of okay. like bullets and mm-hmm, other things mm-hmm. like magic i didn't block like really block physical attacks and what i really love is a maxed out steadfast block materia oh yeah because then yeah when you block the materia it just shoots as uh, the material the atb just shoots up mm-hmm. it's really really good really good and also you take uh, less damage i think 25 mm-hmm. percent of the original damage or even or 20 percent. i can't remember Sorry, I'm done talking about battle stuff now. So you can talk about your battle stuff because we I talked a lot. Yeah, I have a lot too, but I think most of it I can skip because we already <laughs> talked about it. Just a few things. I find it really uh, fluid and tactical. So it just it just flows, especially when you know what you're doing and you can't just slash away. It usually doesn't work. Maybe against a few grunts at the beginning, but uh, the further you go into the game, it's uh, not done by just mashing the attack button. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, there are also new interesting material. We, we mentioned Steadfast Block, Parry, Deadly Dodge is also pretty cool, but I kept forgetting to use it, so I didn't use it anymore. Then. <laughs> and also AP Plus or AP, I don't remember its exact name, but that it's a material instead of a slot. In the original, there were uh, whole weapon slots that were um, granting you twice or three times the materia that the AP gain. Here, it's you have to link it to an AP plus materia, of which there's only one. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, oh well. I used it to level up a uh, revive bit because screw those five thousand uh, AP. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, and. We alluded to that before that uh, each component of this whole battle system has meaning and place. So each weapon has its meaning. It, each, um, well, the items, most of the items I didn't really use, but uh, all the magic spells have meaning. Even the, the different tiers, they're not just stronger. They also take much longer to charge up. So you have to. They do. They do. Yeah, it's like a risk reward system. Yeah. 
It's pretty cool. Also, the and everything with the stagger system that uh, ties in with how you stagger the enemy, how you um, build up the stagger bar, or when you build up the stagger bar, when you can pressure the enemy, and all stuff like that, and when to attack, when to block, when to do this, when to do that. Also, timing is also of the essence most of the time. Yeah. And it's, I think this is pretty cool that also so many enemies need so many different uh, approaches for, yeah. especially those those enemies that have uh, certain shields or other weird faces that they cannot be uh, hit or slashed or mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just uh, it's it's I must say it's real delight and really versatile or at least uh, diverse. I must say. Yeah, I agree. Diverse experience. Um, it's not just go through and hit everyone with your attack, or if one is weak against fire, use fire, and then you're good. Yeah. Because originally you could... Yeah, I, I'd... maybe if you don't grind at all and just run through everything, it might be a little bit different. But if you grind just a little bit, you can get through the game with just slashing everything, use, uh, exploiting the weaknesses, the elemental yes. weaknesses, heal a little, Show off with the summons, and yeah, that's it, probably. I don't know. It's usually brute forcing your way through is the best best way to beat everything. And here, nope. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Especially against Rufus. If you just uh, try to brute force, you're dead. Yeah. it's It just don't, doesn't work. And as you said before, the characters feel truly unique and really fun. Each have their own place. They have their own uh, quirks, too. You have to know how they each function. I really love play as, uh, playing as Aerith from the distance with her multiple shots when you keep pressing uh, yes. or hold down the attack button. It's, it's really cool, really well made. It makes mm-hmm. so much fun. Uh, some people have um, criticized that characters that are not controlled currently by the player barely gain any ATB and barely contribute to the fight. Um, I'm on two minds of this again, as uh, with so many aspects. For one, I think this is really good that they—it's uh, not not like an you can't really cheese your way through it by just doing nothing with the one you control right now, because usually you could just run around with uh, yes. your current character and the rest do all all the damage, no. and when you have ATB. Then you can do everything, or, or you can just when the other ones also build up the ATB fast, you can just stay away and give them the um, the orders to uh, perform this ability, perform that ability, and this uh, magic and what have you. You have to use them though actively. You can't just switch yeah, to them and wait exactly. till it fills. Like I no, had the opposite can't. problem a lot of the times when I was playing. I actually used them all in quick succession and gave them commands, but sometimes I would forget. I'm like, oh God, Tifa's got like full ATB bar and I haven't even yeah, yeah. issued her any <laughs> commands yet. Yeah, like, that's true. I kind of had true. the opposite problem where I was so into like actually physically attacking and using mm-hmm. regular attacks. I'm like, oh, I got to use a special attack now and do this, like make sure that I'm being active. You're not going to do well if you don't use the other characters. And of course, they're not going to charge ATB as fast when you're not actively using them. That's not the role. You have to be engaged and use them properly, right? Like, Yeah, same. That's also my argument, because if if you 
don't have to switch to them to effectively charge up the ATB, then exactly you have to, or you, you can just cheese your way through. Yeah. If you if you don't, that's uh, uh, that's something I noticed. There's practically no way to cheese your way through any anything. You have to be active. You have to risk getting hit to get the reward of uh, building up your ATB and heal. You can't just uh, stay in the back and heal everything. And also, that's uh, that's something that bothers me. But it kind of also does make sense because they want want you to read the enemy's patterns. They want you mm-hmm. to uh, to learn how to have a good timing. Because if you start an attack, uh, an ability using an item or charging up magic spell at the wrong time, you lose everything. Exactly. You lose the MP, you lose exactly. the ATB, you lose the item. And that forces you to play good, which uh, some people don't like this. They don't. I understand that. But I also understand that it, it has a purpose. It's not there to punish you. It's there to no. teach you to play good. And don't cheese your way through as you can with Final Fantasy XV. If you die in fifteen, you're doing something really wrong and i did a few times but usually you can cheese your way through by just stopping the, the battle selecting your potion and give it to them and while they're healed everything is still paused and then you go on with the battle it's just such an easy way to heal and there's no punishment at all here in the in, a, in the remake it's if you don't pay attention you're screwed <laughs> yeah you can even just change like with like the little mini menu where you can actually issue commands without even turn like giving up control to that character like you can just issue them commands mm-hmm. if you don't want to do that i can see how sure. like maybe somebody doesn't want to switch to tifa and have to punch and do stuff you don't have to you can just literally change character oh sure uh, i mean you can literally change to the character in the little menu and issue commands without actually mm-hmm. changing the active character that you're controlling definitely, yeah, definitely. so i mean there's options there the thing is just that uh, the ones you don't control, they don't build up ATB as fast, so you have exactly. to wait longer. But it's, again, this, this, I think this is the purpose of this system that you, otherwise you could just hang out with one character at the one end of the battle area, let the other ones do their, their stuff and wait Honestly. until their ATB is full and then issue commands and you don't have to do much. And this would be cheese. It's really good like battle that. system, yeah. though. Like, I think honestly, so too. Come yeah. on, like, it is. Aerith it is. has ATB boosting abilities that yeah. she can just cast on the ground. All you got to do is stay in the radius yeah. of the thing, and it stays for so long. It does. It and stays. Also the double cast. Yeah, the double cast. Have you tried? Awesome. Have you tried Fire Aga or whatever double cast? Come on, people. Hello. Yeah, this is awesome. Hello. It is <laughs> so powerful, and I'm just it is, loving yeah. it. I'm just like, yes, yes. Even though, like, obviously there was a bunch of times when I was like, I had to stop and be like, well, I was, I, I'm like, am I going to use this now? Am I going to use this? And it's like the, the, like the charge up time before it casts your largest magic uh, spell. It takes so long. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they were charging towards me to attack me and I'm going to cast like fire aga or whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, Oh God, please, 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 please don't hit yeah. me. Please don't hit me. <laughs> exactly. Usually the, the, usually the aga types are uh, best used when the enemy is staggered. 
or something like that. Yes, exactly. But sometimes when I had, there were like human or like creatures that had, that were weak to them. I'm like, I'm going to try to stay back, try to cast it, like just yeah. to see, you know what I mean? And then it's just like coming towards me to hit me. And I'm like, no, no, oh my God, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have done this right now. But yeah, uh, man. Yeah. Stuff happens. No, I, I find it really, really, really well, well done. There, as we said, a few gripes. One of those is the aerial battle and the camera for uh, em- enemies that are higher up. This is... Uh, I, you probably remember the first battle with Barrett in Chapter 1, when the sentry rays are further up, and yeah. you have to look up, but behind you there's crates and uh, all the other stuff, and the camera just uh, goes crazy. Yeah. It's uh, not good in certain battles. But uh, besides that, there's, it's, it's really well done. But there's something that aggravates me. And that is uh, the face change. Um, when, when bosses change faces and they first are immune against attacks and the stagger bar resets. So you work on the stagger bar, you, st- you um, maybe have your limit ready, and then you stagger them, you start your limit break, and the first hit of the limit break or a hit of someone else initiates the second phase and your complete limit break is wasted and the second yeah. bar is wasted and you start from scratch. Seriously, this is the only thing that I really, really dislike about this, the battle system. They, I, I'm pretty sure there's a, a different way of handling this. I tried to come up with something, but just let's say if, um, if they, they let the current um, initiated attacks finish uh, mm-hmm. finish until they're done. Yes. And retain the stagger bar would work. Yeah. But then let's say you're so strong against an enemy that you kind of skip over a phase, then it would kind of feel weird. Let's say you um, you start the, asc- the ascension limit break against the scorpion sentinel in his first round, and the first attack brings him into the second phase, but then, of course, there's so many more hits, and the last hit is really extremely uh, strong, which, from uh, HP point of view, would bring him into the last phase. Then he would change to the second phase, immediately change to the third phase, immediately change to the fourth phase, and then the fight would go on. I would be a solution, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it would feel weird. I agree with that. I think that that would be fine. If I've initiated a limit break and the enemy is staggered, it's going to wait until all the damage is taken from that limit break. And then, okay, now it goes into the next phase. Um, I'm okay, though, if it, like, doesn't... Let's say the stagger bar was, like, half full. It wasn't all the way gone. Mm. I would be fine with it not being staggered after that. But at least take the damage from my whole limit break. And then when it goes into the next phase, it doesn't have full HP. Like the remainder of the attack damage that I did after it changed phases, maybe in between when I was doing my attack animation for my mm-hmm. limit break is there. So it's down or something. I'm not sure, but yeah, that's, that's re- I've had that happen to me. I think twice. Several times, not always with limit breaks, but uh, it's yeah. Sometimes it's just weird timing. Yeah, that happened to me in the first boss battle too with the uh, yeah. Scorpion Sentinel when uh, he's mm. changing phases. I used limit break and it only hit him once with the first attack, and then he yeah. jumps to the wall and shoots uh. the things above, and then he jumps down again. I was mm. really upset. <laughs> yeah, 
I bet. I this mad. is just because it takes so long for you to build up limit break bar. It's and and to lose that, it's just no. Please, please don't. Don't I do that. I only use the limit breaks a few times for my, my like throughout my entire playthrough. I didn't use them that often. I never had them that often. Yeah, same. But I had Aeriths more because Aeriths Aerith took a lot of damage a lot of the time ah, because right, she right. has low defense, so low low physical defense, but she has high mm-hmm. magic defense. But yeah, that's why she had hers more than the other. I don't even know if I ended up using Tifa's second limit break maybe once or twice, I think. But that's it. And I used Barrett's Cloud was first, and then I used Barrett. Well, actually, Aerith was first, then Cloud, then Barrett, then Tifa. I think was the least amount that I had. Mm. when you think back to the original game usually you didn't die a lot mostly there were maybe a few bosses that maybe led to a game over but here it's much more i think i died 10 times more than in the original (laughs) this one so it's uh difficulty is really really well well balanced i think it's pretty good it's not too easy not too hard but still very challenging at places and yeah, there's also something else. Did you notice that some parts or some attacks cannot be blocked, but you don't know uh, until you've, you're hit? Because I thought that some some attacks just uh, you couldn't block, but you couldn't tell that they weren't blockable. It's not like in other games where they the enemy be- uh, become, has a red aura or something, and you know, okay, okay I can't block that. That's not not the case in this game, and this is kind of think a, a small design flaw. I think so. Yeah, I think that happened to me a few times. I can't remember where. Mm. I think that you can dodge out of the way for those, though. Probably, yeah. Like there was a few where the dogs are like the creatures like jump on you, and then you're bound. Mm. You can dodge, like you can see when they're gonna use their ability, yeah. like the behemoth thing, or like the other enemies where it says like throat grab. It shows yeah. throat grab above above their head, and you know they're going to come and jump on you and basically bite your throat. So I would just dodge yeah. it as much as possible when exactly, I ever saw yeah. that up, because it's just going to jump on you and attack you, and you can't block that, right? So No, I don't think so, yeah. And also, it, this happened a lot in later battles. Characters get so easily interrupted. Even smaller grunts like those, the, the red ones, the, the uh, elite security guards yeah they can just uh, start an attack normal attack they hit you or they kick you and you're completely out of uh, whatever you're doing you to get just get interrupted and it takes like a second um to yeah recover but they don't get hit stunned as fast you have to just hit them hit them hit them hit them. maybe the last one of your five hit combo actually hit stuns them it's yeah kind of not not on, a, on a, an even playing field in, in terms of interruption. This started to, to bother me a, a little because it's, it's so easy to get interrupted and so hard to interrupt the enemy. Yeah, I agree. They should have something where, okay, it's a red border. They're going to attack with a strong attack. You can't block it, so dodge. True, yeah. Like, get out of the way, yeah. basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we completely glossed over the summons. <laughs> yeah. There's, there are the summons still there. But yeah, I... I don't think there's they're too great. They're a nice addition, and I love how we can uh, use their abilities. So they're still useful. They fight alongside. They can interrupt the enemy. They can start pressuring the enemy. 
um, and end with a huge attack. So they're much more efficient, so to speak, in, in the remake compared to the original, where they were just a glorified spell attack. But it's it's not world-changing or something. And also, uh, they only appear in certain battles, mostly because of the area. If the area is bigger, they can appear. If the area is even bigger, then maybe the, the bigger ones can appear, because I had Le- Leviathan equipped in one battle, but Cloud didn't even have the summon um, ability or the, the summon menu item in his command menu. It was just just wasn't there at all. This tell, tell, tells me that in this area, Leviathan cannot be summoned because it's still too small of an area. But Ifrit, Ifrit or Ifrit and Shiva could be summoned there. So this uh, the size of the summon does have an impact if it, if it can be summoned or not. So yeah, I think that's about it. I also plan to talk about a few of the boss battles, but we talked for so long. I think I'll skip this. <laughs> So it's yeah, okay. I think that's yeah. I think I think that's it from my side from the battle system and you said that when the summoner gets KO'd the summon starts its ultimate attack. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true, yeah. I noticed that because that mm. happened a few times for me. Yeah, same. Um and also when I went through and I was playing and I was ascending, like using the grappling hooks to go up, you know, chapter what chapter mm-hmm. is that? Seventeen or uh, 16? fifteen? Um, is, the whole yeah. like Leviathan, like remember in the trailer it was showed Leviathan. Yeah. I never even seen that and also i never used leviathan at that time so it was like missing that whole Same. yeah i thought that's when we were gonna get leviathan as a summon like <laughs> but it wasn't it didn't end up being anything to do with the story so i was just like oh okay no. but it's i, just, I uh, agree with you. vr yeah and also like what do you think about the vr headset thing where you just oh, atta- right, the VR, do, that, yeah. do that to get the summons like I I I'm okay with it because the summon material which isn't lying throughout the land of the original um yeah Final Fantasy 7 so I didn't really care that some of them really matter, some of them yeah. are laying around the world but some of them are also yeah. through the VR headset so I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I think Chocobo and Moogle is the only one you get in the field then yeah. there's if Ifrit that Jesse gives you then there's That's true. Shiva, Leviathan and Fat Chocobo in the VR and Bahamut too. But Bahamut you can it gets only unlocked when you finish all I think 19. Yeah, I haven't uh, done that yet. I have to yeah. I, have, I have to get yeah, I have to do that. I still don't have Bahamut. Yeah. yeah. That's the only I I still need to I have unlocked him but I still need to fight him first, so. Hmm. Yeah. But I think it's pretty cool that you can fight most of the summons because fighting summons to uh Receive them is a nice, I like really that. nice mechanic. Mm-hmm. But I prefer that to be sort of tied to lore story a little bit, like in Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VIII, where you have to fight Ifrit. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, also, you fight uh, which ones? It, was Ifrit the only one in eight you fight? I forget. The, um, most of the others you have to draw from enemies, and. Two Shiva and Quetzalcoatl, or however it's called, it's uh, you can get from your school mm-hmm. terminal at the start of yeah. the game, and yeah, I think that's it. The original didn't have any lore behind them either. Nothing. So. It just found them all over the place at sometimes random places, like Ra- Ramu in the waiting area for the Chocobo races. Doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Some of them were good because uh, you f- fight against the Red Dragon, and then Bahamut material appears. That's that makes kind of sense. And 
but uh, Genoa birth dropping Ifrit materia in the, the ship, I don't know, random too. Priscilla gives you the, the Shiva material, makes a little bit of sense, but still random. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't really matter. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like Ten yeah. did it the best with the lore behind oh, yeah. the uh, summons because it's actually part of the story where that's... It is, yeah. You're on a pilgrimage to obtain the power of the summons and you control them in battle, stuff like that. Like, yeah. that was better done, but I don't mind that there's no lore because I'm okay with just using them because there wasn't any in the original, basically. But 15 tried to give more lore, but 15, like, the I didn't like the summons. They were just so nah. ridiculous. Nah. Like, I just, I use them more in this game. It's an inst- instant win in 15, and but only if they decide to appear. So Yeah, which is like, yeah. no. I want to choose when I want to use them. It's, it's, li- it's yeah. like a fake out when you're low in health. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now here it really makes sense. Of course, they only appear. I think that they usually come, or the bar appears faster when you're in trouble. That's probably yes. mechanic two. But you still need to spend ATP to summon them, and if you summon them, they are just help. They help with you, with you, especially when uh, you summon, let's say, Ifrit against Shiva. That's of course good because of the elements. It helps a lot. Otherwise, they just also keep the enemies busy, and you can use all those ATB if they're better than your normal ATB uh, abilities or, mm-hmm. mag- or magic spells because if not then why summon him in the first yeah. place but yeah I summoned quite a bit I used it but not all the time but as much as I wanted to basically but I found that mostly when you staggered an enemy and it was available after you stagger them the first time then the summon bar would show up and actually fill pretty fast yeah and yeah. I did use them a few times where I needed them because I was pretty low on health and it helped me to kind yeah, of definitely. use items <laughs> to distract <laughs> the enemy, I guess. So I could use items and other mm. stuff to like heal my party and stuff like that. But um, Fat Chocobo was just so pointless. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fat Chocobo is so slow. It just does nothing. It doesn't even hit. It uses its abilities to even hit anything. Not if it's in a huge battle arena and the enemy is nowhere close to it. It's so stupid. Yeah. I, was just I used like, him once and I didn't really... S- yeah, yeah, same. I used him once. He just did his thing and I kept on fighting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and the little Moogles pick him up. They're like, yay! And then he like slams down on the ground, but the enemy was nowhere near him. <laughs> so it didn't do any damage to the enemy. Oh boy. His ultimate attack. And it costs two ATP to to summon. But it does give stat bonuses on the loadout when you just equip them. So I like that they actually oh, does. Okay, that true, as well. True. So that yeah. helps, but still. Yeah. Anyway, so moving on. So our next section here is music. And I know that we talked about the music a lot in previous episodes as well. Um, so my overall thoughts was I loved, like I already said, I loved the old songs that have been updated. I think they did a great job. Um invoking that feeling mm-hmm. in like specific feelings from the original that you experienced when you went through those areas in the original and just really hitting that nostalgia note in this game when Definitely, the same yeah. things play out basically mm. uh like i said the new songs i'm kind of like mm, i'm not sure how i feel about them yet i did enjoy them but i don't think that right now i don't feel like they're as powerful as the original songs that we heard mm. 
I had them honestly stuck in my head, though, for... They're gone now. They're gone now. But when I was typing <laughs> up the notes for this episode, they were still in my head. Like, the songs are stuck in my head. And some of the new ones are stuck in my head, too. Like, the Avalanche theme, stuck in my head. Stuck in my head for weeks. <laughs> like, weeks. And I like that one, but it's not my favorite one. So it's, like, one of the ones that are just stuck in my head that I don't want to be stuck in my head. <laughs> Kind of yeah, thing. that's happens a lot, yeah. My favorite, I think, is Under the Rotting Pizza. I do mm-hmm. love the EDM version of the... Um, it's the battle theme, right? The uh, You mean... The in one the pull-up minigame, the, the pull-up minigame. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pull-up and squats, yeah. The squat minigame, sorry. And the pull-up minigame. I love that. Uh, obviously, Tifa's theme and Air's theme are just... Oh, yeah, those... Insane. Th- those different... Those different iterations. I uh, I really teared up when uh, mm-hmm. she gave she gives the flower and yeah. you have the, the option to to uh, say yes or no. And then I just kept it there for maybe a minute or so and just enjoyed the music. It's so so good. Also, when uh, I think it's when when you sit at the bar with Tifa and her and that version of her yes. theme plays. It's yes. so good. I think the one with where you hear the saxophone. I think or mm-hmm. something like that. It's so good. It was incredible. And I agree with you uh, with Aerith when you go to her house and you hear all this, like her theme and everything and you see That's her house true, and yeah. then you're outside and she's like in the garden and she's tending to the flowers and all that, man. I was just like, <gasps> I gotta cry. <laughs> it was so good. Because yeah. obviously we know what happens to her. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was so, it was so awesome. I, I liked it. Um, some of the songs, I'm not sure that I, like I said, I'm, like, nee, 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 nee. yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Or, or, or the, when you go near Madam M. <laughs> but I, I do like Chocobo's, Chocobo Sam's version because it's really, yes. an, uh, really an upbeat country version, which uh, so, sometimes he whistles too. Mm-hmm. Or not he whistles, but the, the, the guy in, this, in the, the track whistles. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But yeah, this is the standard Walmart theme song when you're stuck there for a long time. It's, uh, it starts to get uh, old. <laughs> I agree. Also, did did you notice that uh, it's the it starts exactly the same as um, a whole new world from Aladdin, like when uh, when he's flying around on the oh. carpet with uh, with uh, Jasmine. Oh, it's also. the same. A whole new world. Stop ripping yeah. off Disney songs. <laughs> Sorry, we'll Square we'll Enix. get uh, copyright striked. <laughs> oh, Square Enix, that's true. Yeah. Also, I, wasn't there another? Uh, I remember. Oh, right, right, right. The 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 fight on uh, version of the jukebox, the jukebox version. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed it? It sounds almost in some portions exactly like uh, the Lamb of God song called. Oh, really? Uh... Ah, I forgot. I forgot the name again. Um... Is it a metal version? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a hard metal version. The I like Lamb that of God. version. I was, I was just... Ah, why can't I remember this? Last time I wanted to tell someone, uh, I forgot the version too. It's, I know it's Lamb also... of God and I've seen them live, but yeah. I don't know what the it's, name of the it's, song it's, is. It's, ah, 
Come on, brain. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Ah, late to rest. Do you know what's... Yeah. It's late to rest. Okay, I'll look it up. It has so, it has so many different uh, riffs and, or, or similar riffs and similar um, parts to, to late to rest. You, you should uh, listen to it. I, mm-hmm. it. It should be somewhere on YouTube. Just fight on Jukebox, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and just listen to it, and then listen to late to rest from Lamb of God. That means all of you who are listening, just do it, and you'll see what I mean. It's a blatant ripoff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that I noticed, not from the start, but um, like later in the game and when reviewing certain scenes, there are uh, so many tracks that play in certain places. And if you really listen to what they contain, which melodies and why they're playing at that specific spot, they're really spoilery for the story. They they explain a lot, like the hidden meanings. It's uh, it's pretty mm-hmm. wild because one, I know this is something that... Uh, we're probably doing in the next episode when we go through the story and uh, plot and ending speculations and everything and interpretations and theories. There is uh, this Advent Children arrangement of the Promised Land plays right after you um, meet Sephiroth for the first time in Chapter 2. It's called uh, the Promised Land Cycle of Souls in the remake. Mm -hmm. And it's the same song, just arranged a little bit differently. And if you know where it plays in Advent Children, it plays right after you defeat Sephiroth and I think Cloud talks to Kadarch, who has reverted back to his normal form. And I think then Aerith uh, comes and uh, pulls Mm -hmm. him back into the live stream so that he can finally let go of his hatred and uh, assemble with uh, the rest of the live stream and go back to the planet. Um, and this plays after you beat Sephiroth, and here it plays after you see Sephiroth first time, indicating that you're in fact having an illusion or hallucination of um, the Sephiroth that that's is actually from Advent Children. So hmm. he he hijacks your your brain, so to speak, and speaks to Cloud. But it's it's Advent Children version of of Sephiroth that speaks to Cloud. That's uh, one indication mm. because this track plays right after, and also a very similar version of the One Winged Angel from Advent Children from this track plays in the last battle against him. Okay. Of course, it's different; it has different parts too. Um, but it's mostly this track, meaning yes, you're fighting against the Advent Children version of Sephiroth, the the one that has been through it all. Also, the the theme of the Whispers plays a few times during that battle, also indicating that uh, either he absorbed them, he controls them, he's part of them, whatever like that. It's The music is so spoilery at times. Mm-hmm. Those are just a few, uh, few instances I, uh, I can remember right from the top of my head. There are more, like Aerith's theme playing at places, the live stream uh, yeah. melody playing at places and stuff like that. Yeah, it's... It's pretty wild. There's also the Temple of the Ancients that plays too. Right. At the at the ending, um, after Sephiroth uh, t- uh, goes into Cloud's mindscape again. I think it's his mindscape. It also really plays during yeah. the vision that he has of Sephiroth in the alleyway when he's tricking him and he's showing him Nibelheim that's on fire and he's talking about his mom. It plays then too. 
Is that the cry, uh, cry, the cry of the planet? Oh plane right, too? yeah. Sorry, you're right. It's, it's cry of the planet. Yeah, that's that's the one that plays at at the end, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where Cloud and Sephiroth are in the universe, whatever that is. Yes, <laughs> the edge of creation. yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. That's that's also why people think that yes, his seven seconds is the seven seconds that takes Sephiroth to descend and kill Aerith. But it's uh, I don't think it's that. Somebody said something else that it was seven seconds is something else too. I forget what it was, yeah. but it made more sense than seven seconds yeah, it is... for him to kill Aerith. Yeah, it's seven seconds until the end of, of the oh, world. Oh, yeah, because it's when the meteor the... hits, it's seven seconds. Yeah, that's what it was. Exactly. In the, in the chapter description, it says to... Uh, oh, yeah, after to... you get uh, yeah. chapter selection unlocked, it tells you there, yeah. Yeah. Some, somewhere it says that, yeah. I also have uh, theories about that, but we have to do this in the next episode unless we want to be here all night. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah. So, my... Um, my suggestion is i just go through my uh favorite tracks and least favorite tracks Mm -hmm. and then we probably should call it quits for today and Mm -hmm. do the rest of our planned content for the next one and then we can really really dive into all those Mm -hmm. nitty-gritty of everything so my favorite tracks there are a few of them of course scorpion sentinel it is just pure awesomeness Oh, I forgot to to mention also the when when you're f- escaping the reactor the first time. I also really like this rendition of the bombing mission, especially with uh, those cutscene versions cut in. Like it it changes yeah. to a special track that then transitions back into the the loopable uh, bombing mission yes. rendition, and then again in the next there's there's a different part for the next cutscene, and then it goes back to the normal one. It's so good. And then uh, the Let the Battles Begin rendition when you're evading or escaping from the Shinra Guards, like both inside and outside of battle, it's just so good. Oh, and there's also one uh, in the playground from the kids in Sector 5. Mm -hmm. I love that one. That's the one that I was talking about that was just the baseline. Because it's just... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like that. And then it's like a piano or something going. Yeah, exactly. That's my favorite version of that. I love it, but it's really well done. I loved it. It's perfect. It's it's so simplistic when compared to the rest, but it's so good. Exactly. So good. And then, yeah, probably my most favorite one of all of them is Airbuster. Like all four, all three phases together. It's, oh. This is such a great track. Okay. The Airbuster, yeah. It's it's uh, another metal version of uh, those who fight further. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's um. I'm all it's for really anything nice... that's like metal. I love. Yeah. So, yeah. Same. Like it's, <laughs> same. In Final Fantasy 13, I think it was 13 too as well. There was like some metal yeah. tracks with yeah, actual yeah, yeah. screaming when you're attacking this. But there was one boss battle, and it's just like yeah, it, it is. And I was like, yes. Yeah, yes. this is pretty good. Love yeah. it. <laughs> it's it's kind of electronic a little bit too. Like it's not just metal; it's also mm-hmm. this this uh, synthetic instruments in there. It's also it's it's really nice. Also, Final Fantasy Thirteen Two, that uh, crazy chocobo track. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh my god! Yeah, it's awesome. Also, come with, uh, I also. We already talked about Tifas and Aerith's mm-hmm. theme. Then 
Reno's and Drew's boss fight themes. Those are also so good. Really good. With a Shinra theme sprinkled in and so good. Also, I think Rufus's theme is also pretty good. Battle theme. But I don't have it in my head right now. And one song that also almost brought me to tears is the hollow instrumental track that plays when you're uh, roaming mm-hmm. around Sector 5. Yeah, yeah, it's good. After, I'm glad yeah, they didn't so have good. the vocals until the yeah, end. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And also the Valkyrie, mm-hmm. like in Chapter 15. This, this battle theme is also very good. And something that also brought shivers down my spine because it's so good, it's always perfect replication of uh, the infiltrating the Shinra Tower. Uh, mm-hmm. When you, it, it usually doesn't play, but when you go back into areas that you don't need to be, like uh, if you're ascended the stairs and then go back by um, by elevator, when you es- uh, exit the elevator, then uh, this track plays infiltrating the Shinra Tower. And it's not quite the same as in Duration World, very close. It has a different rhythm. But it's so good. It's so well done. I just sit, sat there for a minute to listen to it too. <laughs> it's really nice. And third phase of the Chernobyl battle. Yes. Did you, did you catch that? Yes. It's almost exactly the same as the original. It so was good. so good. But <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. That boss battle didn't last that long for me. No. No, it it was pretty fast, so, uh, pretty quickly over, yeah. So true. it was like, I, I remember hearing the third phase of it and the song, and I was mm. like, oh, it's so good. And then yeah, it's, it was like it's over. over. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then it's the fight on track from the jukebox we mm-hmm. talked uh, before. It's also really good. And some bad ones. Like, there were a few ones that really ri- reminded me of Final Fantasy thirteen, like the whole trilogy. This is the song that I remember that I told you about. I think it was chapter... One to four spoiler. Uh, Episode twelve. I, I said like it has like violins in it. It's kind of like thirteen, but I couldn't remember where it was. But it's, oh, I see. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sector six Begin- collapsed expressway. But I don't think yeah. you were there in the story yet. No, I wasn't there yet. But it yeah, sounds exactly like a Final yeah. Fantasy thirteen like B side. Like it's like something that they threw yeah. away. That that they yeah exactly. <laughs> That they were like, no, nah, it's not good enough for the game. Yeah. So they didn't bother to put it in. And then they were like, oh, let's look back. Ooh, we didn't use this one. And then they just threw it in. But I like some of it. I like the beginning of it with the little sounds oh, sure, yeah. that it makes. It's kind mm-hmm. of crystally kind of sounds. But then the rest I didn't like. Yeah. Uh, one of our, our, our podcast, um, uh, podcast fans thought it, it sounded Christmassy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Joe told Joe told me that it sounds Christmassy and she didn't really like that. So yeah. <laughs> but it's it that is this is weird. I sometimes interpret certain musical scores or tracks differently than others. For example, there's the Sunleth Waterscape in Final Fantasy Thirteen, mm-hmm. which I thought ah, this doesn't really sound like a forest theme. This sounds like uh, a theme that should play in a bar or something. I don't know. It's yeah. I think it was Sunleth Waterscape, or maybe it was a different one. But it's, but I, I I had this thought and I played this track to my mother because she has no idea of, of, of games and Final Fantasy and anything, just the stuff that I tell her, which is practically nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and I uh, played this for her and, and uh, told her, what do you picture when you hear this song, this song without any context, of course? 
And he thought, yeah, uh, she, she, she said, so yeah, maybe a force or something. Oh, crap. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I was wrong again. My intuition was, was wrong. Yeah, my, some, sometimes my, uh, how I picture the tracks where, where they play, it's completely off when compared to others. But it, that's fine. To each yeah. their own. <laughs> so I'm just re-listening to it now on YouTube, the Sector 6 Expressway. And yeah. I do agree, like, it sounds a little Christmassy, like the crystally kind of sound. Yeah. And also with exactly. the violins, which are a little bit out of place because it's more 13. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Somebody commented on here, they should have saved this for near the Icicle Inn. And I do agree with that. Or that. Yeah, sure. Because it, it fits more fit with too. more of like an icy kind of area of a yeah. map. Like, not that area like i did i enjoy the melody of it though i enjoy the melody the oh, pitches sure. the pitches in in isolation yeah i don't like the orchestration i don't like this oh, the I instruments see. Okay, okay. and i don't like the way that it's styled but i do like, like the, the melody yeah. line that's written for it it sounds mm-hmm. cool definitely yeah, and there are others that kind of sound like Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yes, it's the same composer. That's probably why. But uh, I think that's that the second part of the Whispers battle is also sounds like a final boss of Final Fantasy Thirteen, Thirty Two, or, or Lightning Returns, something like that. And the Sector Four tunnels, like the 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 the, the train tunnels. The distracted place there too is also kind of reminds me of. Uh, a game where lightning is in. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Which and... one is it? The <sighs> do this one? Oh, the one in the oh, the do, do recompense is, is it's no do recompense is uh, the the remix of the oppressed, which, uh, which is uh, when the the, um, the bandits show up in sector six in the expressway. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's like right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but uh, in in a in a genre that is not really my style. I liked that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I liked parts of it, but then uh, yeah. all the parts had weird instruments. No, I don't know. I don't. It would have been cool if they kept the original a little bit more, because I think the original yeah, one is true. still in there. But then it turns into an EDM song. Yeah, exactly. I think there are three versions of that, or two, at least two. One mm-hmm. that plays when you're uh, roaming around, and one that plays during battles, which always starts from the beginning. I don't know. Usually, yeah. it's transitions, and this track always starts from the beginning in this expressway. I don't know. Maybe it's a bug. It's weird. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And those are long sections, and it's just like, yep. no. Why didn't you make more <laughs> versions of them like the rest? Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. Yeah, and then, as, as mentioned before, the hip-hop, the chocobo. <laughs> yes, no. Every time I went through no. the slums and I walked past yeah. that guy, she's like, yeah, yeah. man, we're getting yeah, down. No. I'm like, get away from no, me. No, just, I, just, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. You gave me the disc. I chose not to play mm. it. Like, don't force me to hear it again. Yeah, that's my opinion. It's also so weird. It sounds so off in certain certain, yes. certain notes. Sound off like. <laughs> some of the weird. notes too. They changed some of the pitches because they made them. Yeah, they yeah. changed them from minor to major. Did you notice that? Because the originals were uh, minor okay, keys, yeah, right, that too, and they actually yeah. changed some of the 
pitches to make them higher so that they're actually in a major key now, even though they were in a minor key in the original. I don't even know what song I'm talking about, but there's a few times where I know exactly what the pitches are and I'm singing and it's mm-hmm. not the same pitches because yeah. they changed them because they wanted oh. it to sound more happy. And I was like, yeah, no, yeah. what are you doing? I, I completely forgot about one song that really got to me too. You remember in chapter 13 when you return to sector seven, there's the, the rubbles, the slums. Okay. Then it's uh, it's it's a really solemn theme and sad theme that plays. And it's Tifa's theme, but instead of major, it plays in minor. It's so harrowing. It's really it's oh, it's, it's, it's it sends real real shivers down my whole body. Hmm. It's it's so good. It's really it captures the the whole atmosphere perfectly. I need to listen to that again. I forget how it's called, but it's yeah. so good. It's really, really good. I'm just so surprised that they actually put a rendition of One Way Angel in this game. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like... Yeah, same. I was like, what are you doing? Like, why are you putting yeah. that in here now? Yeah, I was surprised too, but in the end, I noticed why they did it. I know why, but... yes, but I agree. But still, I'm like... Yeah, it's... it's uh, yeah. It's One Wing Rebirth, right? That's what it's called? One Wing Angel Rebirth uh... or something? I think so. I uh, I forget. I think it's rebirth. Yeah, could be. Makes sense, of course, when you analyze everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which we are yeah. going to talk about on our next episode. <laughs> yeah, because we're three hours and tw- forty-two minutes of recording time. And yeah, because <laughs> we talked about a lot of stuff today. But oh, you yeah. know what? There's it's, there's so much to talk about. It doesn't matter because no, it's been so great to you know talk with you and finally talk about all this stuff because. We haven't actually course, had a yeah. chance to talk about any of this. No. And also, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, there and, is, yeah. you know, the audience wants to hear us talk about all of these yep. things as well. So I think that it's, you know, it's, it's, it's been a long one, but... Yeah. But I've listened, I've listened to similar, similar podcasts to like the Easy, Easy Allies podcast, mm-hmm. podcast with uh, Maximilian Dude was also, I think, Three hours and thirty-eight minutes, or, th- or something. It's mm-hmm. ridiculously long. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to stop the podcast right now because that took a lot longer than expected. We do have a bunch of other stuff that we will be talking about on our next episode, and that includes the character uh, characters in the remake, also what our thoughts and uh, opinions are on the story and events that happen throughout the game, and that includes also the ending of the game, and we'll be going into more about the kind of theories and our predictions of where they will take the story in future um, additions to the remake. All right, so I just want to say thank you so much for sticking with us to the end. It's been awesome, again, Viz, uh, having you here and talking uh, with you about everything about this game that we love. And uh, just want to go ahead and let everybody know that we are going to be continuing the podcast because there's been a lot of people reaching out to us now that the game is out and they've been asking, you know, are you guys going to end the podcast now that the game's out? And I think that we both actually have enough ideas to continue it on into the future. And we have a lot of topics and a lot of stuff that we want to share with you. And hopefully we'll have more content creators out there on the show. And, uh, you know, also fans of the game and people that are on our Discord uh, podcast uh, server as well. Hopefully, you know, we'll be able to collaborate with as many um, remake 
fans and content creators out there. So if you guys have any questions for us or you have any ideas for upcoming uh, topics that you would like us to cover, you can actually email us. It's thereunionpodcast at gmail.com, thereunionpodcast at gmail.com. We do have a Discord server. So the link for a Discord server is actually listed in the description of each episode. So all you have to do is click on the link and it will ask you to join the podcast Discord. And honestly, it's a great community. If you guys are interested about this game and you know you love listening to the podcast, it's another great way for you to connect with both Viz and I and also other like-minded people who also love this game and really want to talk about everything about Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's really the best way to do that. And also, we do have a Twitter account at Reunion underscore podcast. Our Facebook is actually at Reunion Podcast as well. We do post all of our uh, episodes to YouTube as well. And our YouTube channel is The Reunion Podcast. We do have an Instagram account. It's at The Reunion Podcast. And Viz, did you want to drop any of your socials for Cosmo Canyon before we go? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm main channel is YouTube or main platform which is called Cosmo Canyon Observatory, or my playthrough channel, which is called Cosmo Canyon Universe. Uh, Twitter is called at CC underscore observatory, and our Discord server is, uh, you, you should find it if you search for Cosmo Canyon Observatory or the link. I'm not sure if you're, doing, if you're leaving it in the description too. Mm-hmm, but you. It can, you can click on any of, of my YouTube videos and the Discord link is down below in the description too. So it's pretty easy to find. All right, guys. So I would highly recommend that you check out Viz's stuff and uh, the Cosmic Canyon Observatory as well. It's uh, incredible content that, you know, you're working on and you're always constantly posting things about the remake. So if, if this is your favorite game, Honestly, you want to go to yep. Cosmo Canyon Observatory and uh, like and subscribe. And also for us here on the podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe and also write a review if you feel so inclined. It is the best way to support us here on the podcast. It helps us jump to the top of the search uh, results for Final Fantasy VII Remake podcasts that are out there. And I don't think there's actually that many. So that's the best way to support us. And Viz, I think that we can also basically discuss when you want to record our next episode but hopefully i'm hoping we could it could be sooner rather than later so maybe next week or something yeah. we can get together and do the rest hopefully yeah. um next uh, next week so all right guys thank you so much for tuning in this is kai i'm signing off bye guys it was a pleasure thanks so much take care